Start it off like this. Let's get it. It's a motherfucking king's birthday. Let's go. When this album came out, boy. That shit still hit today. Matter of fact, Previously this how I'm feeling. On Ready to die. Uh. Sheesh. Never had a lot, this is all I need. Mm. People never care till it's all I pee. Niggas turn their back on me for no good reason. Nah. Loyalty is priceless and it's all I need. All I can't need. burn a bridge just to light my way. Jeez. Lot of 42 on the flights I'm taking. Pouring out my soul and it might sound crazy. Lot of falling outs help me build foundation. Never had a lot, this is all I need. People never care till it's RIP. Niggas turn their back on me for no good reason. Never had a lot, this is all I need. Lost individuals is all I see. Grab the top spot like part of my reach. Woke up one day and it was all on me. Matter of fact, this how I'm feeling. Yeah. Yo, hey, I'll see much attitude, my girl. Bum buckler, I'm with you. Let's go! Tight pussy, girl, calm down yourself. Me have something for you, wind up yourself. Your body make me heart just a melt. Hard the funny gram, me a mention. Tell you, say your pussy big, girl, your pussy tight and good. Ready? I know me want your body every day, your pussy tight and good, yeah. Cock up, girl, wine for me. Me have plans for your tight pony. Make you do everything where you type to me. Ride it like a bike for me. Baby, me love you. Believe me. Push it up and make sure. This how I'm feeling, D. Let's go. 
Throwback. Oh shit. Yikes. Mmm. I'm a lyricist. My cash flow's unimaginable. Uh. Messages subliminal, swag turn criminal, ATM aggravated theft and murder. This world is unforgivable. Your life is trivial, cause with this I be killing them. Killing them. Rhymes hit the masses, so I'm classified as serial. No, I'm not they your average, just a different right individual. Now. Ignorance is bliss, but <laughs> I I'd rather that. be impressed. intellectual. Imperfection teaches lessons. Conversely, people are more drawn to perfection. Who uses conversely in a rap, my nigga? Poetic seduction. Even if you Christian, you haven't been blessed till you've been baptized by my lyrical christening. Yeah, I hope you really listening. Yeah. I hope you really listening. Uh-huh. Cause I'm about to go hard. Critical thoughts from a cynical heart. That's the type of fuel that carries my heart. Intricate feelings that could tear us apart. Flames created by a beautiful spark. Light in this world that could be so dark. Love over hate, that's all we ever want. I don't and I can let this shit rock cause it's mine. Yeah, but this is only the start. This beat is so smooth, but these lyrics so hard. This the type of marriage that break hip hop, Jim Crow laws. Let me explain the intricate in and outs and what amounts adds up to a segregation of what you can't do. Don't even sound like that. Like they wanna try to separate. They this how I'm feeling, D. She always let me hit it. Oh, I'm not just hit it, then quit it. Maybe. But only if she a pigeon. Uh. Yeah, my hotline blinging. Yeah, my wrist is chilling. Yeah, my car always swerving. Yeah, my team always killing. I'm talking money and women. I'm talking cars and bitches. Fuck y'all, I'm winning. These niggas be tripping, they know that I'm winning. They envy my living. I'm living so different. I'm taking they women. She choosy traffic and she loves my conviction. Aggressive, not timid. Cause if I want it, I stack it up and then I get it. All a nigga ever wanted was some gold in any bitch that he wanted. All a nigga ever wanted was a Rory in the engine that keep purring. All a nigga ever wanted was some gold in any bitch that he wanted. Let's go! All a nigga ever wanted was a Rory with an engine that keep purring. Stack it up and then I get it. That's right. Hype it up and then I get it. That's right. Heat it up and then I get it. That's right. Line it up and then I get it. Sack it up and then I get it. Hype it up and then I get it. Heat it up and then I get it. Line it up and then I get it. This how I'm feeling, D. Oh, wow. My favorite XCP record of all time. Growth is a necessary part of change. My favorite XCP quote of all time. Let's go. One, two, one, two, three. They say the more things change, the more they stay the same. Man, that's bullshit. The more I grow, the more I feel this pain. Nothing feels the same. So much on my mind, so much on my brain. Feelings I can hide, the innocence has died. Lay down my pride, humility. They ridiculing me. The media don't know what to do with me. I'm too unique, even though they still campaign me. Is he can be? No, he sound like Kanye. No, that nigga look like a yellow day. It's a spectacle. Definitely don't sound like that nigga no more.
So I did, and now I'm not so affectionate. But these women yeah. don't deserve the shit. The more I cheat, more fake love receiving. The real shit is more distant. And now I don't know what to believe. She said she loved me, but it's the money. She never leave me, but it's the prestige. Now these women are the same to me. No standouts, just got hands out. And I ain't saying she a gold digger. Ha! But, but she ain't messing with no broke niggas. No poofy niggas. If you talk, don't drop, then a bro won't pop. If your bankers ain't fat, then ass won't clap. If you don't got the swag, then you ain't getting past. Sorry, that's a little cynical. But my art form catches that realism. This is how I'm feeling, D. I'm released. Let's go. Mm. Yeah. Old to us, new to them. Mm. Young Wavy. Mm. Ooh. Yeah. Let's get it. Diamonds all in my. I got diamonds all in my chain. Yeah. Pussy all in my. Wow. I got pussy all in my brain. Let's all go. Brain. Diamonds all in my. I got diamonds all in my chain. Yeah. Pussy all in my. Oh. I got pussy all in my brain. Let's all go. Brain. Diamonds all in my. I got diamonds all in my chain. Yeah. Pussy all in my. Oh. Pussy all in my brain. Let's all go. Brain. Diamonds all in my. Diamonds all in my chain, yeah. Pussy all in my, uh-huh. pussy all in my brain. All like on the brain. Young wavy, that's a real nigga. Real nigga. Young wavy, that's a trill nigga. Trill nigga. I run this shit, track and field nigga. <laughs> now run your shit, leave it here, nigga. Run that shit. Diamonds all in my chain. I've been working hard for some days. Wow. She been texting me like all day. She just really want me to slay. Yeah. They don't know when I peel off. They told them I go so hard. So hard. They told her I be so gone. Ooh. They told her I be so gone. This nigga was nice, y'all. I ain't playing, boy. What the fuck is you saying, boy? It's like night and day, boy. Like the seasons, I'm changing, boy. But y'all stay the same from year to year. I'm starting to grin from ear to ear. Cause she saying all the things I wanna hear. I only fuck with her and she intent. Got a full roster about 10 Gotta switch it up, think it boring I just switch it up, new foreign Don't know the number that's calling If it's not about the money, not important Cold city that we living in I feel like I live in the trenches Yeah, we at war with the system We gonna talk about it today Free all my niggas in prison Yeah, a nigga so different Yeah, I'm living so different Diamonds all in my I got diamonds all in my chain Pussy all in my I got pussy all in my brain. All on the brain. Diamonds all in my. I got diamonds all in my chain. Yeah. Pussy all in my. I got pussy all in my brain. Let's go. Diamonds all in my. I got diamonds all in my chain. I got one more, and then we gonna start the show. Pussy all in my. I can find that shit. Pussy all in my brain. All on the brain. Diamonds all in my. What you saying, boy? Diamonds all in my chain. Yeah. Pussy all in my. Some of y'all ain't never heard me like this before. Breaking down bears since I was 17. All a nigga had was a dollar and a dream. A couple of friends and some family. Never knew my dad yet, Charles, rest in peace. Wanted everyone to be proud of me. So I went away to school and I got a degree. Fast forward some years and I'm 23. And I'm spitting these bars over deep low beats. You was awesome, nice, we ain't even eat. And none of this shit came easily. But hip hop don't sound like this no more. in my chain, yeah, you niggas will never understand pain. Yeah, you niggas are never what you really claim. Yeah, you niggas should all be ashamed. Pulled up in that old black Bruce Wayne More uh-huh. like Black Panther Cause I will never be tame Ha-ha, huh, huh, what? I ain't hear that Matter of fact, fuck what you saying Melanin skin, man, fuck all you racist Ooh-hoo. I love them all, yeah, fuck different races uh-huh. This is not a sprint and I won all my races uh-huh. Not in 2022 though Black Queens only I think of every drop when dead things 
I'm patient It's a miracle that I'm still here when dead changes She been drinking all night, so you know that she wasted Playing hard to get, but now she calling me Baby, baby Man, I need this shit on every radio station Ooh, this nigga was nice, hold up I got one more for y'all, one more And then we gonna start the show Damn, niggas is like, what happened? <laughs> niggas is like, who is that? Stay intrepid, nigga. <laughs> Stay intrepid. What we got? Let me see if I can find this. Let me see if I can find this. It's a Sunday vibing out the ass and bow ties, all streaming platforms. You heard? Oh shit, I didn't found it. Damn, it's lit. It's my favorite song that I ever made. Let's go. Damn. Oh shit. Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Dad Hats and Bowties. It's the Kid XAB. Two women. Two women Being broke just ain't fitting ain't Not being broke just ain't living ain't Wasn't born to die and pay taxes what? We making new tax brackets uh. Call it new Black Wall Street Wall But Street. first I gotta get these strippers off me yeah. Shit, throw this money all on me oh, You see E oh, tempted at uh. And now my serpent trying to get me in All kind of things She like the kind of things She like designer things Vicarious She like to try new things She vicarious She like to buy new things She said she daddy bopper She got an eye on me uh-huh. I'm a star I like to shine on things Look at the flick of the wrist Look at the shit that I get I got the chick that you want Look at the way that I flaunt Look at how all of this went I am the team that I rep Can I just say that I'm blessed? It can't get better than this It can't get better than this No Man, I just blew a couple of stacks Fuck the shit, cause I'ma get it right back Just blowing all of this cash Fuck the shit, cause I'ma stack it right back Just throwing all of these racks Fuck the shit, cause I'ma make it right back Just put a rack on her ass she got a million dollar body, so she gave it right back. I just blew a couple of stacks. Ooh. Fuck the shit, cause I'ma get it right back. Just blowing all of this cash. Fuck, Fuck the shit, cause I'ma stack it right back. Just throwing all of these racks. Fuck the shit, cause I'ma make it right back. Just put a rack on her ass. She got a million dollar body, so she gave it right back. Man, I get more commas than a paragraph. Brett <laughs> niggas just make me laugh. Man, your pockets, Kevin Hart, funny. Huh? Talk to me when you making money. If you know where I started from, then you know where my heart is from. If you know where I started from, then you know I ain't got a heart. I'm a cold nigga, stay icy. Yeah, my bitch colder, she a Pisces. Born at the end of February, so you know everything that she got on freeze. But she always wanna fuck like she ain't heat. Yeah, we fucking seven days out of week. Man, she sweeter than some antifreeze. When I'm stacking chips, I got work with Pringles. Driving whips like I'm a dealer's entry. You still walk around like you in the fence. Don't make me pull up, nigga. You just a come up, nigga. She ain't into you. Don't be mad at me. I ain't make the rules. I'm just heating up, but I'ma play it cool. She gon' get you a couple of stacks. And when I call her name, she gon' get right back. She gon' get right back. Man, I just blew a couple of stacks. Y'all ain't know this shit, cause I'ma get it right back. Just blowing all of this cash. Y'all ain't know Fuck this shit, cause I'ma stack it right back. Just throwing all of these racks. Fuck the shit, cause I'ma make it right back. Just put a rack on her ass. She got a million dollar body, so she get it right back. Just blew a couple of stacks. Fuck the shit, cause I'ma get it right back. Just blowing all of this cash. Fuck the shit, cause I'ma stack it right back. Just throwing all of these racks. Let's go. Fuck the shit, cause I'ma make it right back. Just put a rack on her ass. She 
got a million dollar body, so she gave it right back. Man, I was spending all this money, I spent a Man, I was throwing all this money, I'm Get it right back, get it right back. I'ma get it right back, get it right back, get it right back. Oh man, ladies and gentlemen, yeah, we're gonna get right into the shit. Ain't no all mans because that's it. It's fucking celebrating life. Yeah, man. It's the week that, that a king was born. So unless you got something you need to get off your chest, broski. Nah, not really, man. Uh yeah, man. Just you know, there's a lot going on in the world, but we gotta celebrate the finer things and we gotta celebrate life at all times despite everything that's going on. You know what I mean? So uh we just here to celebrate the guy. God, young wavy, my brother for over ten years and counting and still moving and still grooving and still out here producing content in multiple different ways, multiple different facets. And it's been a pleasure to just see your rise. And it's been an honor to be your little brother by your side and you know supporting you in all the ways I know how. And you know whether it's jokes, whether it's seriousness, whether it's podcasts, whether it's music, whether it's poetry, you've been there for the boy. So we salute you today. Happy birthday, brother. Thank you, thank you, King. I really appreciate that. And that that mix almost made me want to get back in the fucking booth, man. <laughs> but we we said we was gonna give the people something, and I'm still sticking to that. That yeah, uh, yeah, it's coming soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. album has to be finished. That yeah. album has to be done. Fact. Um, I, I mean, we on a high, but I guess we gotta go low. Starting yeah. off with this nigga for a minute. Um, listen, there hasn't. Been anything that has not been said about this nigga already. So right. I don't know if we're gonna spend that much time on him or not. But when we left last week, Kanye dropped the new t-shirt line that we all are aware of. Um it's not a lot, I don't know. I don't even spring collection, fall collection. I don't know what the fuck it is. Uh White Lives Matter, um, and the the I don't know, everything. Media has been in a frenzy since. Um, and this nigga has gone on multiple to, platforms to expose himself in multiple different ways. Yeah. So, um, like I said, obviously, t shirts are disgusting. Them shits is trash, dirt. If I see anybody I personally know wearing them, yeah, I will we're not, not friends per- no more. Yeah, yeah not. I will not personally know you anymore. Yeah, yeah, no, seriously, seriously. We're not we're not even joking about that. Yeah, I'm dead ass. You wear you you wear that shirt, you wear anything that ha I'm taking a step further. Anything that has that on and you know the climate that we're in, you know how trippy it's getting out here. Yo, bro, you don't know me. Sis, you don't know me. It's over. And that's the part that I think the quote unquote free thinkers are missing is this shit ain't about if white lives matter. Like, I'm not even explaining that shit. We, right. Everybody knows that <laughs> everybody's life matters, but that is not what the fuck black lives matters was even conceived regarding right brought up around or has anything to do with so y'all niggas running around saying well the t-shirt states the obvious because that's what kanye said no shit sherlock however what white lives matter was created for was in direct contradiction to black lives matters it was supposed to snuff it out 
make it seem insignificant and make it seem like our conversation around black lives and the way black people are treated and killed in this country is not a topic of conversation, doesn't need to be discussed. And everybody is just, quote unquote, too woke who wants to see the betterment of black people in this country. And so for that to be put on a shirt by one of the world's biggest stars and celebrities is problematic. A hundred percent. There's no way around it. I don't care what Kanye is trying to put across what he thinks he's doing. The other aspect of it is the nigga knows exactly what he's doing. Like we y'all niggas is really sheep. I know y'all want to say everybody else is sheep, but y'all niggas is really sheep. If y'all really think this nigga is that ingenious, I didn't seen, bro, I didn't seen so many people in the comment section that are just they don't have any excuse for this shit. So they're sitting there saying, "Nah, you know Kanye, he he think outside the box. There's a grandmaster scheme to this." No. There's no master scheme, y'all. I don't know what the follow-up could be after this. I'm, I'm sorry, y'all. There's this no... This is it. <laughs> there's no... I'm, I'm going to tell y'all what the end play is. Some of y'all already know what the end play is. Some of y'all are just so dumb that y'all haven't been following the way this man has been thinking for the last couple of years. He says everything that he's trying to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Facts. It's, 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 there is no, no like, secret. There's it's no true. secret to the bullshit. <laughs> it's just bullshit. Right. That's all that exists is bullshit. Yeah. But... Um, yeah, so he then runs around. Well, he releases the line with Candace Owens by his side. Ah, right, yo, Candace Owens by your side is insane. That <laughs> should tell everybody everything y'all need to know. That's insane. That That is not about white people mattering. Nope. That is not about, oh, well, I'm just trying to express my creativity. There's a political agenda. Oh, yeah. Y'all forgot this nigga wants to run for president, didn't y'all? He ain't forget. <laughs> he ain't Candace ain't forget either She like oh, You got your, you got your running partner with you So See the play He He's sitting there with Candace Cool Then he goes on Tucker Carlson Which I didn't know uh, Tucker Carlson syndication is They said it's like Number two of top World most Listened publications in the world I was like god damn I didn't know that Fox News has some of the most watched And uh, Listened Worldwide. to pieces of media in America and in totality. Yeah. yeah. Fox got it. I didn't know. However, that shit ain't a news channel. No. I don't, <laughs> I don't even know what I was, I don't know what was going on. I don't know what you would want to consider it, but it ain't news. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck that was. I watched it. I didn't know what was going on. I don't think Tucker Carlson knew what was going on. He, he did look lost a few times. He looked like he was trying to follow along, but I don't think he got it either. No, because all that was was a play. Get a black man on the show so we can say we're not racist. Right. And let's and, get these views, too. Let's definitely get these ratings. And it's Kanye West. Yeah, it's, 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 it's not just a black. It's Kanye West. It's Kanye we West. Get a, you know, Joe Schmo. So we get this nigga. We might get some black people on there that we never got listening or watching our show. They might start to subscribe and watch it after him. Right. And maybe if we do a good job, we might make it seem like, yo, the liberals are the ones who want y'all to believe we're racist, but we're not racist over here. Trust me. Man. The Republicans ain't racist. The conservatives ain't racist. My guy, when they knocked down the abortion law, there was a Republican that came out and said, 
Let's do Brown versus the Board of Education next. Which was insane. I'm I, I'm here today. Fuck all that dancing around, tap dancing around the, the problems. No, 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 no. If y'all niggas is not paying attention, y'all gonna pay attention today. There ain't even no, there's no separation between politics and entertainment today because all the both of them are fucking intertwined. Yeah, it's in the same boat. It's the same shit. The same shit at this point. So the end goal for Kanye right now, as it seems, is he believes that in his plight to run for president, he gets the conservative base behind him and he is so much a fan of and influenced by Donald Trump that he's trying to play from that playbook. If you haven't noticed, when Donald Trump would get into any type of sauce with anybody, whether they were on his side or not on his side, he would go to war. Mm. What has Kanye been doing this entire week? Going to war with people he should not be going to war with. He's been going to war with everybody. I'm like, damn, he calling niggas names that ain't got shit to do with nothing. I'm like, Drake getting thrown back and shit. I'm like... You know, fucking uh, got the Jewish comment he made yesterday. I was like, I don't know, man. He long gone now. He didn't came at Drake for no reason, by the way. Nothing. And I know Drake looked at that shit and said, "I'm not even. Right, I'm right, not doing right, this. Right, right. I did it last time. Mm-hmm. I gave this nigga mad clout. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing it again. Yo, <laughs> yo, him coming at. I mean, Boozy talking about. It, then he went back at Boozy. That was that was wild too. I was like, God damn. He went back at Boozy. That was insane. <laughs> Yeah, the nigga came at Boosie. I know what he was thinking. <laughs> Yo, the first the first thing I thought, to be honest, was I was like, before Boosie responded again, I was like, "Yo, how is Boosie really gonna? Is, is he gonna respond calm or is he gonna respond on on, on that game on shit? Demon Time?" Right? Because I was like, it could go both ways. And to be honest, you know that you know we could joke and clown and niggas still a hood nigga. We don't know these niggas take shit. They take. I think a hood nigga takes shit more personal than the average dude that's, that claims not to be hood, and, and he takes things personal. That's a fact. Because I seen somebody write some shit, and I was like, wow. And they also talked about this with the Draymond thing, which we'll get into later on. Somebody wrote, I don't care what nigga said about me. Get it back in blood. And they said that about Kanye, too. I was like, I don't know, man. Because it could, it could go that route. I hope it don't. It could go. Niggas is online talking, but they'll pull up to your house type shit. These niggas is crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, these niggas and the Jewish people forget about it. <laughs> Stop playing with these people, man. Because ain't, we ain't gonna be laughing in, in a few. Oh, but he didn't invoke the boogie, man. Oh, and a lot of y'all, a lot of y'all just see Puffy, yo, and think that Puffy is yo. the background nigga, yo. Yeah, I don't know Puffy is 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 I, Puffy. I watched that whole interview. I was like. Diddy gonna do some shit. <laughs> I don't know if it's gonna be good or bad. Kanye text the nigga, fuck you, nigga. Yeah. Nigga said, fuck you, nigga. You the fat. You the I'm fat. Like, I'm like, damn. Why? That nigga better never be in the same room right. as Kanye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he he can be at any yeah, moment yeah, in time. Any moment in time. Cause he said, see you soon. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and what's interesting is just to put it on Diddy, yo, Diddy been getting attacked lately, dog. That nigga Mace came at him. I was like, "Bro, what's happening to love?" But 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 Mace, that video Mace did was corny as fuck. I'm sorry. Yeah, that I'm little sure. shit where he doing all the mouth movements yeah. and and all that goofiness, and then at the end of it, he turned around smiling. Like, did I do well? Right, yo. I, I think it's know. corny, bro. I don't know, but Kanye, 
it's past you getting help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm I'm personally as a former fan, former yeah, yeah. emphasize a, that. You got to emphasize it. A, a, for, a former listener, a former Kanye West um good music fan. I'm good, brother. I hope you get well soon. Um, we saw photos of you at, at the basketball game for your daughter North, and Kim was in the front row. You were like three rows behind. She clearly does not want to be in the same breathing space as you either, and that's bad. That's the mother of your children. And, yeah, I think that you probably need some time away. The church ain't helping you. Because mm-hmm. you ain't helping yourself. Mm-mm. It's bad. It's none of none of that. Yeah. And and now we know. I mean, we've been saying it, but now now everybody should know why Kim yeah, had to get yeah. that divorce. And, and, yeah, and, and and again, we were on Kim. We was all we was all telling Kim on this podcast. Yo, happy for you, sis. Yeah, yeah. Because we, I, I could see it. Yeah. And I told y'all this is going to continue and it's going to get worse. Yeah. Because that's how bipolar disorder works, yeah. right? If you do not put any type of parameter. And help it, it just goes even further to the extremes, right? It goes even further to the depressions and further to the mania. And right now, he's obviously in a manic episode. He's just saying whatever the fuck he want to say. He's moving like he thinks he's Superman. And that's what mania does to you. It makes you feel invincible. It makes you feel unstoppable. And it makes you just be like, yo, I can say and do whatever the fuck I want. And it is what it is. And at some point, he's going to drop off that manic episode. And I don't know how far in depression he's going to go, but either way, it it ain't looking good. And you didn't cut ties with everybody who really, and that's why nobody's like really, really coming at the nigga. That's the next thing. Everybody can tell that he's sick. I wonder, I wonder after this, if Hove is going to say, yo, I'm done. Because Hove has been giving him second chances throughout the last few years. Hove done did a whole record with him and got him back on Donda. But now we know why all of these people who been, were yeah, been really, yeah, been in his corner all these years have been missing. I can only imagine if you told Diddy, fuck you, you just you just ran out for the BET Awards to give him his Lifetime Achievement Award and said oh, how much yeah. you loved him and how much he was a Damn. pinnacle piece of the culture and how much he mentored you in the game. And then you you have a text saying, I, fuck you. I forgot all about, yo, and that just happened a few weeks ago. Clean. June. June. Damn. We in October. If I was Diddy, I, I would I, I would take what he said. Per, I would take it to heart. Yo, when I saw when It'd I see that nigga, take it to heart, when yeah. I see that nigga, I see that nigga. That's how I would feel. I feel like before before any of them start talking, fists getting thrown. It ain't, I don't care you got. Did he got to snuff him first? I don't care what mental health shit you dealing yeah, with. Yeah, 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 I'm knocking you the fuck out because who you yeah. talking to? Shit, actually, I'm going to knock you out and I'm going to have the award in my hand. That's <laughs> clean. I'm going to be petty. You know I mean? The left hand, I'm going to give you the fucking uppercut. Clean. Hit you with the fucking bison. <laughs> so, now, so now he's pandering to a conservative base. And he's hoping to be the next Donald Trump where it's like, I'm just going to war with everybody and I'm being, uh, quote unquote, transparent. And then what tends to happen is we put too much stock and we put too much faith in celebrity and people who are rich. And we make it seem as if because they found a key to success, that means that they are 
hyper intelligent and they they know things that we don't know. They're privy to information. They're in all these quote unquote rooms that nobody else could get into. And so now this becomes a dangerous game because when you're saying, oh, I'm going to put the Jewish community on blast because I know X, Y and Z, you're pulling out of the same book that Hitler did. That's really that's it. I told you I'm here to shoot today. You're pulling out of the same book that Hitler. That is exactly what Hitler did in Germany. Said, oh, I know what the issue is. I know why Germany is in the place that it's in. And it's some Jewish people over there. They control all the money. They control all the power. And they're the reason why all of you Germans, y'all can't get it up. Y'all can't get no money. Y'all can't get nothing. Y'all in poverty, all of that. And what we're going to do is, if I come to power, we're going to rile all these niggas up. And they'll never be able to do it to you again. So when you, Kanye West, sit here and say, oh, I know the secrets behind X, Y, and Z. And tomorrow is up for the Jewish community. <laughs> All right, son. Yo. And then you get mad. Fighting words. <laughs> but apparently, uh, Elon Musk allowed him back on Twitter. Which I didn't even know Elon Musk really got really had the juice like that. I didn't, I didn't know he, he... I knew he bought the shit. Oh, he was in talks to he buy it. But it. I didn't know it went through. But apparently it went through. And yeah, he is now he, the, he the CEO. Or the main shareholder That's And his a, whole thing was You can say whatever the fuck you want All of these guys I feel like And You know It's sad to say this but I don't know how much of it would But our opinion might change If we start to come into a couple mil The podcast ends up Might change Cause then we might now be privy to some shit That we talked about years back and now we're in the know of what's really going on. Might want to really pay attention to why people said certain things. It might not matter as much. It matters now because we're concerned, generally speaking. But there's other shit that's beyond us that it's probably best we do. I, I said this quote a while back. My mom said to me, which was just the first time I heard it ever in my life this year. She said, son, if all the truths were to be spoken, there would be no peace on the land, just war. I don't know, man. I mean, I feel like there's definitely truth to that, but what it is that we put stock into not knowing sometimes, I think, is attached to what our imagination can conceive. And sometimes our imaginations run wild. So, for instance, we've all been part of the school system. How many times did we sit there and say, we thought a teacher had it out for us or we thought administration was doing something wacky. I am now in the school system. Niggas is just trying to figure it out just like everybody else. Mm. So things that people be putting together as students or as young people, as I might have when I was that age or you might have when you were that age. Yeah. When you see behind the curtain, sometimes it's like the Wizard of Oz and it's just a little man trying to keep his power or whatever the case is, or it's just somebody that's just really just trying to put their they hands on and, and keep the fires from growing. Yeah. Yeah. In other cases, it could be some life changing mind blowing shit where it's like, damn, I know that's what was really happening. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of revelations that has come out of 
what you're talking about in terms of once you're on the other side. But there, there, there are some things that I'd be like, damn, I wasn't that far off. Like when I now hear all these stories about teachers having sex with their students, I'm like, damn, like there was definitely niggas having sex with students in my school. And I ain't never hear that shit on the news. But well, naturally, there's always gonna be shit. I think wow, shit like that. My where where my stance is more so is in the in the conspiracy realm of like this is being done to or against or whatever have okay. you. Yeah, yeah. Secrets definitely exist, hundred percent. Yeah. Like you know, God forbid there's nothing like that that i'm privy to but um yeah shit like that yeah. tends to happen or not it shouldn't it shouldn't but yeah. we see it on the news now like yeah. uptick yes uh, it's a lot and it's not it's not just it's all type of people we talking black white if a teacher you're a teacher and you're involved in that shit you on the news <laughs> You you can't never teach in this town again though. <laughs> yeah, you're yeah, done, it's different. Real, yeah. It's different. Yeah, you're um, There's too many laws out now. Yeah, it's over for you. Um, yeah, Mason Kanye playing a dangerous game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and and again, I watched did that Diddy interview was an hour and thirty minutes. I also watched the academics interview too. Definitely some hot takes out of both of those. Um, Diddy says Mace owes him three million dollars. I forgot the name. I think I think the name of Mace's second album that was supposed to come out was um, Double Platinum or some shit like that. Because um, when Mace came out with his first album, it went, you know what I mean? It went up, did well. Had like three singles on the shit, Diddy all over the project as he's supposed to. However, Diddy said when he fronted Mace some bread for the second album, Mace uh, flopped. The second album was Double Up. Double Up, yeah. I knew it was Double Something. Um... And it, they, they said it didn't do well. Well, I mean. And Diddy said, he you know, he's not asking for that money back, but Mace acting like he owe him money. He's like, nigga, you owe the label money. <laughs> I can tell by the way people are moving who is on the right, right. side of this argument. And who's on the left. <laughs> yeah. Like, I fuck with Mace. I think he's wrong. Yeah. I think Diddy did whatever contract Diddy had May sign, May signed it, Mace didn't know what the fuck he was signing. Right, right. And when I was listening to Diddy talk, you know, even though my company is still very young, there's there's tons of errors that happened in between either doing stuff with artists or putting together a show and then the show don't go good or money situations happen. And it's not necessarily me. Nigga, that's just how the shit played out, but I'ma still get blamed. <laughs> the artists yeah, the artists create expectations of what they think a certain experience is supposed to get them. Right. And it's not like Mace wasn't taken care of. We all know that he was taken that nigga care of. It was a baby. What? It was like daddy's son. But what tends to happen is one, you get people who look back in hindsight, 2020, and they look and they think Oh, well, that happened. It should have happened this way because, oh, I realized that you were making two million off of every record and you was only giving me 200,000. So you got people looking at it like that. But I also think that somewhere down the line, 
there was a fracture within the relationship. Yeah. That has nothing to do with money. Yeah. And that needs to be mended if it can be mended. Listen, man. In the words of Rick Ross, some shit is deeper than rap. Yeah. And I think that Diddy is over it, whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a, he's a, he's a. Like, he probably didn't even think it was a big deal. And Mace is stuck on it. But it's some real nigga shit, though. If a nigga say on a public syndicated radio show that another nigga owe him $3 million and he not coming after you, like 50 Cent would, that says a lot about a nigga's character. For real, for real. That nigga said three mil. He didn't say 300. He said $3 million. But I could see that, though. <laughs> I could see that being the case. And I, again, I'm not... I'm not taking sides. I don't know. There's no. There's no details of right. any of this. Even shit though out Diddy there. said he got his receipts and he he might one day come on a platform and actually start to detail artist by art. No, he said case by case on who he paid and who owes him. And then and then May said that nasty shit in that video. He's like, nah, you don't got the receipts. It's Yo, in your mother's mother name. And the way he said it, was, I'd have to punch him in his face too. I'm sorry. If I was, was Diddy, crazy. If I was Diddy, I I'm sorry. Like, I, I get it. He said, your it. mother, nigga. He didn't even say, mother. He said, <laughs> your mother, nigga. And the way he looking, like, he knows some shit that's, like, next level. Like, yeah, we got to fight after this because your mother know, nigga. I'm like, yeah, and that's the same video that, that at, nasty. The, at the end of it, he turned so he around, like, smiling, yeah. did, I, did I do that right? Like, I don't know. That shit was real, real corny. Mm. And I don't got no, I, I don't want no smoke with Mace. We don't know these niggas. But don't still. know, yeah. But when you do corny shit, you gonna get called out. It's the world's most dangerous podcast. That's it. Um, Man. but yeah, yeah. Diddy, Diddy been in the gym, so I don't yo, know why y'all niggas keep playing with him. Yo, when Diddy took that shirt off when he was walking to the car off the fucking jet, I said, "Oh, this nigga getting stocky." Stop fucking with the old man. He yeah. ain't old boy. <laughs> he gonna rock a nigga. Check, check a nigga out. Stop playing. That's why Carisha live her best life. Her best life. Yo, I like them together though. That nigga said he in an open relationship. I said, dog. I, I like I like I like where that's going. Yeah, I, I think that's going. In, I think that's going into a very healthy place to be honest. Because they actually might end up being together. So that's all good. Just she look, she look happy and she, he look happy. She look very happy. She looks healthy actually. So whatever they doing yeah. is working. I'm not here to judge what they doing, and I think that's where we got to get to in 2020. Yeah, a lot of people is like, oh no, yeah. I, yeah, like the comment, the comment, the comment section of women that's hating is ridiculous. Yeah, the the men is here for this. She's happy. She's very happy. That's all that matters. And she called that nigga Poppy every chance she get. I'm like, every Man. chance she showed up to the BT Awards with a sign. Go Poppy. He is either putting down the dick, or he putting down checks. Something, <laughs> something, something going up. Yeah, and she and she's loving it. McDonald's with the. Yeah. She's getting the adult happy meal. She's damn. for sure. Damn. <laughs> Damn, and the big ass box too. with the toy, with the, <laughs> with, with, the, the with, with the sex toy, <laughs> with the with the toy, Good with the Lord. butt plug. Good lord, that that was fake, by the way. But yeah, yeah. 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 Um, the BT Awards was also fake. I'm sorry. Damn, the Hip Hop Awards. I couldn't watch it because I knew it was going to be what it was. Some highlights that I was watching on Instagram. I was like, thank God I didn't watch this shit. First of all, the ciphers. I don't know oh, what man. the fuck was going on with those. What was her name? Pretty V or some shit like that? I was like, what is she saying? Oh, we, we got that. We got Scoop that for y'all. V, let's see what you got. Give me 16. Yeah, what that? <laughs> let's get it. Let's get it. Yo, it's your girl V. 
And you know I'm the wittiest, littiest, most prettiest I got the shit on this, how you feeling? Uh-uh, how you feeling? I got the money in the talking and then then look at the working right B.E.T. pays me, uh Wanna have his baby, you know it's what wing stop for the lady, yeah Lemon pepper in my mouth, you know I go down south Yeah, I like it like a dip, but a bit, but a get with dip, but a, but a so beat, but a go beat, niggas talking so lean, and a go lean, ha, huh? up with a bow lean, and niggas so but a go lean, nah. yeah, you know I'm that bitch, I'm that comedian like this, and you won't wanna rock, but a and I get, but a get, but a ha, hm, we track, ha, And we're done. Yo, when I heard the beat though, I said, "Oh, she about to go crazy." I thought because Charlemagne set us up. Fuck yo, I'll, that, fuck yo, you, that, Charlemagne. That nigga got me tossed. Oh word! I said, "Let me go play this shit for hip hop." This nigga and, said, "Yo, this was by far the best cipher tonight." I was like, "Oh, alright," because I was like, "I didn't see her getting circulated." That's why I was like, "I didn't see her." Getting I was like, "Oh, alright." I turned that shit on. I said, "Yo, what the fuck is this?" Bro, after the first four balls, I was like, "I don't know what's going on." The first four was alright. Right after that, it went downhill. <laughs> And I was like, oh, what? all right. But nothing, no, nothing's worse than this. Living room, near and square footage, 21, no savage in the mansion, still a witch. People started hating on me. It was like a hood glitch. No, no, Thinking to myself, I really started from the bottom. Started in the living room, near and square. And niggas got mad at Meek Mill. How? Hey, yo, what the fuck? How, yo, niggas got mad at me. How? Meek, How? Meek is right. Meek is right, dog. Meek is right. Meek is one hundred percent. Y'all got his baby mom looking crazy in these mother. <laughs> BT, y'all should be ashamed of yourself. Now I don't know what Fuck. the I don't know what the purpose of the cipher was. Was it supposed to be like niggas that you know don't rap, but we gonna make them rap? Right. I was I was confused about some of the people. Now Pinky, um, who owns Slutty Vegan, she did a I. She she did I which I was I was like y'all got why y'all got Pinky up here like now? what was it supposed to be like women in business rapping what like they was gonna have Issa Rae up there like what what the fuck I ain't know what's the purpose uh, Clifford from uh fucking um uh, P Valley was up there rap I was like I don't know what's going All right, on so that that was exactly why I didn't want to watch the BT <laughs> Hip Hop Awards this year because all it was and I think I said this on on the last episode to me all it was is like. I, we let's get all of the Instagram or right. social media sensation right. type of shit and throw it all in one show. This isn't really about hip hop and this isn't about the music. Nah. So I'm like, <clears throat> I, yo, it's crazy when you can feel something, son. You know what something is going to be before you even get to watch it or see it. Or anything like that. I don't, and I think it was one of the highest rated ones. One of the highest rated hip hop awards over um, the last couple of years. I think they pulled in 2.3 million viewers. Really? Oh, that means people was watching, streaming, all that shit. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it was the artist I was performing. Glorilla fan base definitely was there. So, yeah, you had Kodak, as we mentioned last time. Glorilla won. Um, some awards um what's his name Fabio you know people were saying that i think she won like song of the year or some shit like that and I mean, Fabio was like you know there was people saying that it should have went to Fabio no uh, we caught first of all it was called her first on the podcast xb was like that's the song of the year and you were right it was like no you said this going to be the song of the whole summer 
And you was right Because that shit Come on right now That shit is everywhere So she won um, Breakout Artist So break okay. Bet for best breakthrough, sorry, breakthrough hip hop oh, artist. Okay. And Baby Keem was in there, Blast, um, Dolce, uh, Fabio Foreign, Nardo Wick, and Saucy Santana was in the same category. Mm, okay. And she won. Um, so. Um, I think all the awards that she got, I don't know how much she got. I think she deserved all of them. I mean, some funny business was happening with these awards, in my opinion. I ain't gonna, yeah. I ain't gonna lie. Um, tomatoes, the, tomatoes. Carisha, please definitely oh, should yeah, not yo, have won. Yo, at all. Yo, I don't know what the fuck. Yo, when Charlemagne asked Diddy, "Did you pay niggas for that beat?" I was dying. Said, nah, I was rolling, boy. I was literally watching that interview at two in the morning and dying in my bed. Now I, like, I agree with all the, the Kendrick praise. I do all the awards that Kendrick won. Um, best hip hop artist of the year. He got lyricist of the year. He got best uh, hip hop video of the year, right? Um, best live performer, um, best hip hop album of the year. I agree with all those. I agree with all those. I think, and then there was a controversy somewhat about Lotto. Um, Lotto had one for Big Energy, and which award was that? Uh, I think it was Song of the Year, or some shit like that. I mean, that shit was playing everywhere. I mean, that shit plays in places. I'm like, this is playing on this station. It's because of Mariah Carey. They played a remix a lot, so I don't know. Yeah, and um, a lot. Kodak Black was upset because he felt like... Oh, yeah, yeah, I saw that. He's super gremlin, should have won it. No. Um, but yeah, if you talk about commercial success, for sure, Lotto... Lotto, that was a crossover. That was That's her biggest record. Yeah, and it's, not, it's won a lot of shit. Yeah, sure. and that song, yo, that song plays in commercial. Yo, that song plays in a lot of places. So we're not gonna even gonna shit on that record. And it's really big things. Miss Carter, best rapper alive. You know his daughter. Trip oh, okay. harder. That's a flood warning. Mud flaps on the bands with no mud on them. Your girl tapping, throw some ones on her. You know that little bitty hot dog. Put some that's Miss Carter. Put some buns on her. I really did like her voice. And what's so crazy is when people start doing shit that you never really looking at, bro, you start looking at them like. Do I like you? Yeah, I wasn't mad at that. I wasn't mad at it, but like, Regina Carter is a girl that I don't look at. I I don't I don't fantasize about. I don't I don't. Nah, that outfit was alright though. Yeah, the outfit was alright. Yeah, but but that's what I'm saying. Like, this is a girl that I don't really like, like look at. Like, oh man, like she nah. But that night, I was like, damn. I don't know. I don't know if it was the outfit or how she was rapping. I do know for me personally, I do know, and I've known this for quite some time. I have a knack for chicks who have deep voices when they rap. Mm. So Glorilla really be doing it for you. Glorilla definitely does it for me. I also have a knack for girls that get really pretty and dolled up, but those bitches is really hood. I don't mm. know. I, I don't know where it's coming from, but it's there. I've learned that. Um, and even some of the selections and women's that I've had, you know. Oh yeah, I know the deep voices ones. Yeah, you niggas at the deep voices. <laughs> Let's go, yo. When yo when Glorilla said, oh, oh, I was like, bruh, <laughs> bruh, take me home, cause what the fuck is going on here? Jesus Christ, these niggas said, take me home. Jesus Christ, but yeah, um, so, you know, yeah, <laughs> I be like this, y'all. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, oh. <laughs> yo, that's a sound bite. Cause that shit go crazy. That's that that's a sound bite. Cause why she had to do all that? And yo, she, she sounds like she, a dog, and bro. She closed her eyes when she did it too. I was like, what's wrong? I'm not you? gonna hold you though. The visual <laughs> visuals oh, are all right. Let's go. <laughs> if I played that clip a couple times. Wow. I played that clip a couple the times. Nigga said he played it and he turned the sound off. <laughs> You're a savage. I played it without the sound on. I know what the fuck she sound. Like. That's the first time I heard her. But I mean, she looked good in that in that Wait, that what? little video. That's the first time I heard that shit. Because I saw the comment section. They was like, "Yo, you gonna scare niggas away sounding like that?" And I was like, "Damn, it must be bad." Let me not even let me not even put the sound on. Let me just watch this shit because she looked good with the little filter on and the makeup. So I was like, "Oh, this little visual of her getting back shots is all right." Yo. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I guess the question is what is the sweet spot then for an artist to get hot, right? Cuz Fabio out of I I would say out of that category of artists Definitely had the better body of work, right? Nobody else really, besides maybe Blast, had a body of work that could probably compete as a breakthrough artist. But obviously, Glorilla has all of the momentum right now. Um, Simply put, to answer that question, outside of music, we, we all know people are making music. We all know people are dressing super fly. We all know people have their entourages. Let's face it. She's like a princess Megan Thee Stallion right now. But she got the hood. She got the streets. But yeah, she has the same love that Meg got when Meg first came right. out for sure. And and to, to really answer the question, bro, it comes down to this one thing and this one thing only. Likeability. Likeability. Yeah. People like her. That's a fact. Likeability is super strong. If you don't have that as an artist, like for real, for real, likeability could probably take you further than your singles. If they like you, they're going to put you on more stages. If they like you, they're going to set up more interviews. Nigga, if they like you, they just going to give you free money for showing up in the club. That's a fact. Lil' Kim, back in the day when Lil' Kim was on her shit, Lil' Kim used to get 80000 just for walking in a spot. Real shit. That's a fact. Nigga, niggas giving you 80000 because they like you? Yo, that's dangerous, but that's life. Shout out to Glow Real. Hopefully she keeps it up. I think she's under things from a feeling. I like, I just, I just channeled the energy. It just feels right. It's using a gut instinct, a connection with God and just brilliance. You know, like as if you ask like Tanya Harding, how she did the, the triple flip or the triple spin. Yeah. She was in so much practice that when it was time for her to skate in a, in a comp, in competitive format, it just happened. Like it happened outside of practice. It happened in the real format. And that's, what hap- that's what's happening. It's God is like preparing us for the real, for the real battles. I do certain things. I, I want to answer the, the white. Yeah. I, I feel like someone caught what I was saying. Nobody the knows what the fuck you're talking about. about the, he don't know what the, the fuck you're talking matter. about. You know, my Tucker dad Carlson don't know what the fuck you're talking about. educated um, ex-Black Panther, and 
He what the fuck is an ex-Black Panther? Either you was in the Black Panthers or not. And I said, I thought the shirt was... You gotta listen to what this nigga's saying. funny shirt. I thought the idea of me wearing it was funny. And I said, Dad, what do you think it was funny? He said, just, just a black man stating the obvious. Yeah. <laughs> what if... What, Ex-Black Panther, you were pandering to white people to say, hey, he's no longer that. So, I'm going to just drop this. You don't find that suspicious. You don't find that suspicious. You don't find that suspicious. Ex, yeah, ex-Black Panther sounds kind of wild. That yeah. sounds... And, 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 and you say, you're saying that about your father. That's crazy. You're saying that in a particular <laughs> way to let the white people know... You, you, you're trying to pander to both sides at the same time You're right. trying to make black people be like Yo I really am for the black plight You gotta understand like my father was a black panther But then you threw X in front of it To make it For the white people yeah, to be white like people. Yeah He's not a threat no more He's like not that. a threat guys no, don't, like, don't worry. I, if, I'm saying X black panther If you were to say Yeah my father who is a black panther You got some white people that'll sit there and be like What the fuck are you talking about You know what he Yo off this nigga, man. Off this nigga. I don't want to hear nothing Kanye ever again. <laughs> I don't want to hear nothing about this nigga. Meanwhile, we're going to hear about it tomorrow. Damn. Yeah, you know you know the nigga about to drop some stupid shit Damn. that I pray to God we don't. I, yo, honestly, un, unless it's groundbreaking, you may not hear us talk about this nigga again. Right. Like, for real. Ain't no reason to. He's sick. He is an egomaniac. And he wants to run for president. That's all right. you need to know. Right. <laughs> That's it. Um, Uzi now. So Uzi very, went. <laughs> very interesting shit going on with this guy. He went. He got his belly button pierced, um, which is traditionally a very feminine uh, trait. Ah, uh, yeah. What? What? What do they? What do they call it? Uh, I don't know. Garnishment, whatever you want to call it, characteristic. Yeah. Um. So he got he got his belly button pierced, and a lot of people were like, "Yo, JT, this what you like?" Now I'm gonna tell you what I like about this. I do not like the belly button ring. That is not my my belly button. So I that's my business. That's not my business. I don't even want to feel that pain down there. So yeah, no, no, no. To me, aesthetically, maybe that's just because I'm just used to. Uh, just seeing women with it to me aesthetically, a man with a belly button ring, it it don't. I don't see the pr- the purpose. I don't see the reason. I'm not supposed to though, so that's okay. Right. Like, it's not my belly button. It's not my body. I don't give a fuck. But now that we're talking about it, I don't even know why women get it. Well, in other cultures, which of course we're the melting pot, quote unquote. Um, it is like a earring or nose ring. Oh, or, okay. So it's just it's something that accentuates that area. Okay. okay. Um well cuz belly buttons on women is very sexy. For sure. Yeah, for sure. That yeah, yeah, yeah. That quick way get me to each of vaginas have a belly button right. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Ain't no questions. We shooting today. We shooting today. But um yeah, he got a belly button ring. The fan bases which I think JT made a very good point. But what I liked about this was the conversation that it brings up around sure. masculinity, <clears throat> um, I guess money, you can throw in the pot here. Oh, it's always going to be in the pot, bro. 
and how their relationship somewhat goes against the grain and the norm of what you we've said it on this podcast before Uzi is not the type of dude you would think to see JT with right yeah to me Uzi is ugly to me (laughs) to me there's nothing um handsome about this guy um that sound like hate nah nah it's it's not it's not hate (laughs) I'm not. A I'm not like Russell it. Wilson. I'm not Russell Wilson in this guy. I'm not. I'm not doing that. But JT to me is a bad bitch. To me, looking at Uzi, he looks average. To me, he's just a nigga that got more money than me. His abs is percolate. That nigga is a bit more built and structured. However, me and Uzi, we do have a lot of similarities. For sure. Because as an individual, me, fuck a relationship because I'm not in one. I I know. A single individual right right now. (laughs) I know I go against the grain with mad shit. Even the shit I say, which probably goes against the grain more because people will hang on to the shit I say more than the shit I wear, even though that's becoming a thing in itself. I think that Uzi is at a, I don't give a fuck what you think about me level and the more he feels that way about himself is the more he's going to unlock his girlfriend's maturity because maybe she wasn't as mature as she is now i feel like he's teaching her more than she's teaching him in terms of how to be uh how to be much more of a free spirit remember this chick was in jail uzi and never go to jail mm-hmm. both of them is you know on that street shit however Nah, Uzi ain't on no street shit. Uzi's not on no street, even though he calls him, he names himself he, after a gun, which is also very interesting. He he holds the persona of like the street rock star. Okay, okay, right. And I think that's why. Which I still don't like talking about Uzi because I still don't have any answers about what the fuck happened between him, Saint John, and his ex girlfriend, where supposedly oh, yeah. he put paws on her. Yeah. Um, and then oh, yeah. Saint John beat his ass for it. I don't. Nobody has talked about it. You're right. Nobody has ever spoken about what happened. I just feel like that was super hush-hushed, and someone got involved and put that to bed, which is suspect to me. But beyond that, um, let's say that that lives in its own bubble. I, we don't know any any particular, so maybe it was over-reported. Um, I don't know. Whatever. Cool. Let's l- act like that. I won't say doesn't exist, but it's not in this scenario at this moment. Right. Um. Yeah, I think that Uzi, it just their relationship just does a great job challenging the norms. I, and, I like that. Yeah, and he's shorter than her. Is he? He he's a little bit shorter than her. No, that's wild. Um, I mean, and obviously when she's in hills, she's hovering over her man. Um, but I think that JT realizes that and I think I think JT and Young Miami is in the same space they're not letting society dictate how they feel about the person they want to be with Diddy said on a public syndicated show something that a lot of y'all niggas will never get to because y'all not there yet you want to be you're not there he said I am single she is single but he basically said, I'm in an open relationship. That's what I heard. 
be in an open relationship because he says she could date who she date and I'm dating who I'm dating. And then when we link up, we do what we do. JT, JT and Uzi is on some. I don't give a fuck what the other one does because there's some shit that I, I question with JT. So I just be like, uh. but nigga, if he nigga, if he like it, nigga, I love it. I, I, I want whatever they want. I want. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just want them to be happy. They definitely not goals. I'll, I'll say that they're not my goals. Yeah, they're I'll, not my goals. I don't know. Like, um, I don't want what they want or ratchet, what they. Man. I don't want what they have. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm happy for them. Yeah, I'm happy for, and I want them. I really do want them to win. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I do like that they their relationship challenges norms. I like how it makes uh, because that's what ended up happening. Is her fan base came to her like, "Yo, you okay with this shit?" Yeah. And I like that maybe her as a figurehead of that type of fan base can then change the ideologies of the people that follow her in terms of yes that's my man and if that's what he wants to do that's his aesthetic that's what he fucks with his fan base likes that then i support him like i'm going to support my man in terms of what he wants instead of it being her being like yeah nah he ain't masculine enough for me or he ain't um nigga enough for me or he ain't hood enough for me i like i like that she um, is in that space with him. And it does seem like the city girls have matured since they've come on the, the scene. The city girls have definitely matured. And again, and I be hating to talk about this because I feel like I'm like talking about myself, but this is the truth. There's a big stigma to this day with certain things that's like a hands-off, hands-on policy when it comes to how a man is supposed to express himself in this society. Because by default, if the woman don't think it's masculine enough for her, it's gay. And I don't, I don't know where or when this conversation started, but I am glad that these people from Gen Z are starting to finally challenge the norms on multiple levels. Because the world that we're going into, I promise you, the shit that's quote-unquote offending y'all or affecting y'all now i guarantee in 10 more years most people gonna be on the same wave because oh yeah it's over for that because when you speak out against it enough there's you guys are building a community of people coming together that they're not gonna uh, they're not gonna accept your slander on instagram on any social media platform so get ready for the day where your username just gets blocked you Mm. don't have you don't have free speech on this platform you got free speech just not on this platform so, y'all got to get with it. I'm sorry. I mean, I've had to get with it. There was a time where I was not listening to the Uzi Verts, the, the fucking triple res. I'm like, I don't listen to these young niggas. And then I had to get over that hump mentally like, yo, these niggas is here. Some of them is here to stay for good. Yes. And, and I got to deal with it. Some of them are the new. Yeah, they, they here. The new Mace. Yep. Some of them are the new Drake. Some of them, some of them going to be the new Diddy, too. Some of them the new Pac to some of these young yeah, cats. Yeah, yeah. Lil Baby is Pac to a lot of y'all niggas. I know that. That nigga God. Lil Baby is untouchable in these streets. Yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking about getting untouchable, there was a clip about getting it together. Was it a clip or was it a post about getting it together um and being honest about who you are to uh, then it, I think it was a post. Uh yeah. Yeah, it wasn't a video. Um, so yeah. we're not gonna play it, but um yeah there was a post about being honest with yourself about where you are in order to move forward um 
and become the person that you want to be. And I literally was thinking about that. Um, I want to say Friday or Saturday where I was like, yo, I think I was having a conversation with Naomi, who we get to see today. Very excited for that. Um, where I was saying like, yo, I had to like really sit myself down and be honest be honest with where you are, not embellish it, not make yourself feel good about where you are or try and give yourself cookies and kudos where you can, but be honest about, all right, this is where you are. No matter what outside circumstances are affecting you to where you are, but this is where you are. And where is it that you want to be? All right, now where you are and where you want to be What's the gap in between there? And how do you close the space? I think oftentimes when you sit there and you go, oh, well, yeah, I want to be the biggest podcast in the world, but I don't got the money or I just got, I I never had the opportunity to meet with so-and-so. So, you know, once I get to do that, then, you know, it will blow up, da-da-da. You will stay in that space for a very long time because you are not being real with yourself. When you be real with yourself, that's when you start to take accountability. When you take accountability, that's when you start to search for the actual answers that you need. So I don't know if you got any experiences or thoughts around that, but I thought it was a powerful post in terms of the conversation that could come from it. Yeah, I think um, we have to stop caring about. I, I think it's twofold. We got we got to stop caring about what we don't have, and we have to stop caring about how other people got it. Mm. Um, we. We all need to get to a place where we sit ourselves down and we say, what didn't you do? And I've definitely said that before on this podcast. Shout out to Eric Thomas. We got to get to a place where we ask ourselves, well, what didn't you do? Mm. And why are you so upset that it didn't happen yet? I mean, you didn't do it. So one, there's either a reason why you didn't get to do it. Or two, there's a reason why you procrastinated for so long. Mm. So you look back in your life and you're trying to figure out how can you get to the next level with certain things that you didn't do? There's a there's a friend of mine. I haven't spoken to him in a while, but shout out to our uh, mutual friend, Joshua Walker. Um, he said something to me a while back, and it hit me, and he basically said, what you do today could set you up for the next 10 years. But there's a lot of people that won't start it today because they don't believe they'll see 10 years. And it's like, mm. it's... I think the battle is always going to be you versus you. And there's a part of us that if you let the other side of you win, you, you're going to die. <laughs> like, you're actually going to die. And then the part of you that lived will just be in remembrance of what you could have been. But the part of you that remains is actually the part that's not going to do anything else for the rest of their life. Because the other part of you that you convinced could never do it is, is going to believe it. Mm-hmm. And I think we, we we all, hopefully towards the end of this year, if if 2020 didn't show you what you needed to do by 2022, then honestly, at this point, whatever you were thinking about doing, you probably shouldn't do it because you're going to go into 2023 and you're going to set yourself up for failure because you're not setting yourself up for success right now. So, yeah, having those real 
self-reflective conversations and your deep thoughts being pensive, just sitting yourself down. You know, maybe you need to come off social media for a while. Maybe you need to stop going out as much because that's only deflecting and a false representation of what it is that you need to do, this defense mechanism that is not doing anything for you on multiple levels. You know, maybe instead of being so social, maybe you need to start to become more spiritual. Maybe instead of being so highly spiritual, maybe you need to become more social. Only you can answer that question. Only Tory Lanez can answer uh, what he going to do if he got to sit down for 24 years. Yo. Because that's... And he low-key, I feel like, uh, told on himself by saying that. Um, Yo. When I saw that clip, I said, damn, 24 years. Not two years and 24 more. We're talking about 24 years. 24 years means you are not looking to be charged just for having an illegal firearm. Yeah, there, there's, there's other things that's going into that because there ain't no way you're getting that for allegedly shooting Megan. Uh, in the no, no, no. No, you're going to get 24 for allegedly shooting somebody. Right. You ain't getting it for just having a oh, firearm. Oh, yeah, yes, yes. And, that, in between. and that's what he's been saying is if anything, or that's what's been alleged is if anything, he might be facing charges because of the firearm, having the illegal firearm. Um, however, if you facing 24, that's manslaughter or murder one that they might be trying to put on that docket. I don't know. I don't know if this is in relation to Megan's case, but I don't know what other case it could be. Sound like some other shit to me. And intertwined with the mega situation. But um 20, Prayers up. Yeah, twenty four. And he said he said he'll be facing it in the next month. So I guess the case is happening in November. Yeah, I don't fucking know what this case. This case has been moved forty seven times, so Right. Um Staying yeah. out of it. Yeah. I don't know. Good luck to everybody involved. Right. Mm-hmm. Pray, prayers to everybody involved. Yeah. Cause I'm I'm I just when these details come out. They better be very clear and to the point as to what the fuck happened. Yeah, I hope hope every motion in the courtroom is swift. I hope hope it ain't no long, drawn out nothing. Nah. Get straight to the point. That shit better be done in two days. (laughs) Dead ass. That's a fact. We hear hear the opening and we hear the closing statement. Yeah, grand opening, grand closing. That's it. That's it. That shit better not take longer than a month. Yeah, Mm. true, (laughs) true. Um... I don't know about these divorce proceedings, though. Every motherfucker got divorced this week? We're like, what the fuck was going on? I mean, some people, when you think about it, they've been was on the verge of breakups. I just The, the recent one I saw was Miguel, and I was like, I remember Miguel, because Miguel had, bro- and then they got back together. Yeah, they then, got back and together. Then, and now, now it's done again. I was like. Now, so- that either means they done done, or that yeah. means they'll never be done. They just do this from time to yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. I think, um, you know, and I can only speak. For the black experience, I'm not speaking about Tom Brady. I don't, I'm not white, so I don't know what was going on over there. To be honest, I'm just being. I don't know. I don't even know why they threw that one in there. I was like, I don't give a fuck about this thing. Like, I really don't. I was like, Tom, but who? I don't care. Fuck out of here. Now, that is that is kind of wild that they getting divorced though. Yeah, yeah, but. yeah. It is, but in terms of the, I mean, and people be thinking that I be joking, or people hate when I say this, but when I'm officiating weddings. One of the first things I say before I start going into my long my long ass speeches, 
all my fucking dad jokes, as niggas be calling it now. I'm like, I'm not even a dad yet. Um, the black family unit is in trouble. I be, I, I've been saying that because it's the truth. You read shit. You hear shit. You got black men killing black women. You got black women killing black men. You got black men still raping black women. You got uh, black women um, setting up men to get killed. You got um, people lying about uh, health insurance, life insurance. You got people drowning their babies. You got uh, black men fondling and molesting their babies. You got black women who find that they get cheated on, they killing their babies. Yeah, it's, it's just you got people breaking up. And, you know, they don't get to the marriage phase and then they end up killing the other person that their partner ran off with. Yo, it's it's toxic. It's we're in a very negative space and we're going to need more than church and Bible scriptures and prayers to help us get get out of this dark, uh, dark phase that we're in. We're in a very dark place. I think that um, black women don't respect and love black men as much as they once did because point in case we're not in the old days no more this ain't our grandmother days this ain't our grandfather days these ain't the civil rights movement days this is uh 2022 where there's a lot of black women that are ceos of companies black women tell men what to do both black and white men uh where black women making their own money paying their own bills and their own house and i applaud them for that but there's been like a decline in how much I need this person versus I don't fucking need this nigga for nothing. But I do think that black men need to step up in ways to show the black woman, as much as you talking that shit that you don't quote unquote need me, we need each other on a universal level because... At the end of the day, despite how you may feel about me as a black man, don't let me and the experience that you may have had with another black man deter you from still having that experience with me. Because by default, you don't fuck with me because other black men have done stuff to you. I didn't do shit to you. But because other people that look like me, they remind me of you and what society has told you about me, and what you've read about me, don't let that deter you from having a great experience with me. But it's going to be hard to get to that place. And part of me says, fuck all that need shit. I want you to want me. Mm. So, great, you got your own money now? Cool. You able to provide for yourself now? So that provision conversation maybe doesn't mean shit to you because you didn't got everything yourself. So you don't, quote unquote, need a man for that. You don't need a man for sex because you got the rose. You don't need a man for company because you got your homegirls. You got all of the basic needs of, of humanity set and, and uh, accounted for. Great. Now want me. Because that is the space that I think is starting to get a little gray and walky is this idea that I don't want a black man um, and I don't need a black man for anything. So what does that leave us with? Not talking about black men. I'm talking about 
the black community? What does that leave us with? Where does that leave us as a society? And then on the flip side, it's not just black women that have subscribed to that. It's black men, too, right? I don't want a black woman or I don't need a black woman. So where does that leave those men? And, I mean, the obvious answer is them going outside of their race, which is nothing wrong with. But if the mindset is that we're going to stay in this perpetual state of battling over is interracial marriages and relationships, are those an indictment against the race? Are those just people living their lives how they see freely? And for us to stop putting those two things in the same conversation, we have to stop demonizing each other in ways and putting these negative characteristics on each other that make it seem as if we don't want or need or we don't desire each other. Because at the end of the day, it's only natural that we do. Doesn't necessarily mean that you shouldn't or you can't. I ain't on that more timing. Like, if you find a white girl pretty, cool. Find a white man handsome, great. Find an Asian woman, your speed, dope. But don't shit on the race, though. Right. <laughs> right. We get into this space where we keep saying black men are this and black women are that. And then go off and, and frolic into the sunset with a quote-unquote exotic. Now you're saying something more than just this is my preference or this is what I want. You're, you're trying to send an indictment. You're trying to say that, well, because they are this, I no longer want, I no longer need, and I no longer desire. And there definitely is a problem there. For instance, the CDC just reported that black dads are the most involved. 70% of black fathers were more involved and likely to have babe, dressed, diapered, or helped their children use the toilet every day compared to white, which were 60%, and Hispanic fathers, which is 45%. We got to stop these narratives about black men. We got to stop putting black men in these boxes that are inherently negative because... What is, if you talk to any black woman or not even black women, take that off them. If you talk to anybody right now about their perception of black men bad. in terms of their family, the niggas, he's probably in jail. He's yeah. probably dead. Yeah. She's probably a single mother. He a drug dealer. He don't help out. Only time, only time I see the nigga if he need money. He's not doing the child support thing or... You know, he got me pregnant and he dipped. But according to the CDC, black men are out here being fathers. According to to my friend group, all I see is fathers. I was just about to say, like, I got mad friends. Them niggas always with their kids. I don't never even hang out with them anymore. They always with their kid. They literally be with their kid. Yeah, I don't I don't know many I don't think I know any black men right now in my personal circle. I'm not saying that they don't exist, because I'm sure niggas Listening to this, no niggas that aren't in their kids' life. There's probably a nigga right now that's listening to this, and this all he do, he ain't got no time for his kid. He's just listening to fucking podcasts every fucking time. <laughs> I don't know. That sounds crazy. But, <laughs> um, so I know niggas exist. I'm just saying, me personally, I don't know any any male specifically that I consider a friend. I might know of niggas. Or I might know of niggas through women that aren't taking care of their kids. 
but I don't know any male personally um, that isn't taking care of their kid or isn't a father to their kid or isn't trying to be in their kid's life if they aren't allowed to to be for whatever reason. So um, we just got to we just need to do some healing as a as a community, move forward, stop putting each other in boxes. Black men, you got to stop doing that to our women. Loud, ghetto, whatever the fuck you you add in. Oh, you see what they morals are. Da 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 da. Ass. All they want to do shake ass in the club. Man, cut all that shit out. Cause you you met her in the club. But the same niggas that are saying that they really want to fuck. You met her in the club. Like deep down inside, you really want to fuck. Like you wish she was shaking ass on you. Deep down inside, <laughs> that's you a like, fact. You like you like you like in your head. Saying this, I'm gonna put this shit online, but I'm really deflecting from how I feel. Like y'all niggas love that girl. Y'all niggas love her. Yeah, like, you actually in love with her. Like it's bad, but you can't have <laughs> like can't like have Quavo. Her. You love that girl. You yo, love Sweetie. Yo, and I don't know what the fuck happened. Yo, Quavo, wild in these streets, dog. I don't know what happened. I heard the album Fire. I ain't listened to it. Yeah, niggas said it's gonna be a classic, but. Now there are rumors and speculation that Sweetie did something with Takeoff. I mean, we're not Takeoff, with Offset. I pray, I pray to God it's not true. And that's what led to some of this turmoil and, and beef. Because I'm going to tell you right now, Cardi B has also been on a motherfucking roll. She, by one foot from getting a divorce. Well, remember, there was a time around... Where that whole situation came about that right. she was about to divorce him. Right. But I'm saying this time around, she going to divorce him. Well, this would be divorce yeah. uh, three. threat number three. Yeah, yeah, this would be, yeah, that's true. It'll be three. Yeah, you're right. About that. Rumor, I don't know if it's true, but that's the speculation amongst the industry. I pray it's not true. But then again. I can't put nothing past these niggas. I can't put niggas. nothing past nobody that's in the music industry. Fuck. The, the the Migos Anybody that's making music I can't put nothing past none of y'all Yeah they call Holly weird for, for a reason Women or men um, They're saying that vegetarians are more depressed Than niggas that eat meat uh, I, I believe that a little bit I, I think it has something to do with the hormones uh, Well It's vitamins If it is true They said that vegetarians are um, showing up to be two times more susceptible to being depressed than people who are eating meat. I would. So they did break down what some of it could possibly mean, but um, some scientists are saying it could be that there are more vitamins within, you know, eating meat. You get it pretty quickly, as opposed to if you're a vegetarian. You have to be active about getting those vitamins. So if you're not getting your protein from meat, which in American society is like part of your three course meal, right? Getting meat on every plate, um, you have to be active about making sure that you're putting peanuts in in your diet, right? Making sure that you're eating beans, making sure that you're getting this protein from other sources, um, as well as other vitamins. So you may be lacking in these vitamins and not knowing because you think you're getting a balanced diet based off of what you're doing. Um, but a lot of us are not that intentional with what we're eating. We just know that if we're labeling ourselves something, um, then we keep that in mind when we're eating, right? We call ourselves vegetarians. 
that we just we just know that we're not going to eat something from an animal uh or yeah processed through animal means or anything like that right where if we're calling ourselves vegan then we damn near are going to only eat things that are raw right we only just came out the ground type shit yeah um so pescatarian you making sure that you're not eating anything that has come from land or yeah basically anything that's been on the land it's got to come from the ocean you know what i'm saying so once we label ourselves this that don't necessarily mean that we are making sure that our vitamin intakes are in line and in tune that just means that oh we think meat is bad so we remove that so now we think we're we're living healthy when it's like no you might not be eating the meat but there were things in the meat that you need to get now from some other shit. Now you got to drink beet juice, nigga. Yeah. Cause that's where you got to get X, Y, and Z vitamin some, from. Love me some beet juice. Uh, one thing I will say since I've been on this path, um, I took meat, I took uh, chicken, pork, steak, all of that out of my diet, June second, two thousand fifteen. So I've been on this path now for seven years, and I never had an urge to go back to chicken. Never had an urge to go back to beef, anything like that. My vitamin intake has definitely gone up. Also, uh, randomly, I put my I weighed myself on a scale today, and I was like, "Wow, I weigh one hundred and sixty three point two pounds. I've never weighed this in my life. I remember being one ten. <laughs> I remember being one twenty. But you can see the fatness in my face. You can see the arms getting a little big. You know what I mean? We out here doing the work. You know what I mean? I work out like for an hour for you know four days straight. Just work out." I stretch, uh, been trying to incorporate some more meditation in there. And yeah, I definitely take my vitamins. Um, I definitely uh, probably eat a bag of peanuts maybe every two, three days. Um, so yeah, so I think you got to be intentional. That doesn't also mean that I don't be depressed. Right. <laughs> you feel me? Definitely got the lows where shit is not moving fast enough. Niggas is dragging their foot. Or, or, or I'm dragging my foot about some shit and it's like... It's not the right time. Or you stressed about some shit happening in the crib. So, yeah, I think food is definitely a contributor, but I don't think it's number one. Yeah, I mean, it could be some other other elements. That's why things are correlated and not necessarily deemed as the reason. Um, so there could be some other things surrounding it. It could, could be that it has nothing to do with meat versus vegetarian. It could be the lifestyles that people live in terms of eating meat versus not eating meat, that they might be doing things or participating in practices. Although they try to control for that, um, they might be, you know, maybe it's, there is another correlation between vegetarians and like staying in dark rooms or some shit like that, which would lead to depression. So there's like other things that could always be the reason why these numbers are looking the way they're looking. Right, right, right. But I, I could see it in terms of the vitamin debate. They always say that, especially when you go vegan or vegetarian, is like, yo, please mine your vitamins because you're you're going to lose out on a bunch of vitamins if you change your diet so dramatically. Um, like for the longest time, ever since my, my little hospital stint, I didn't know, but apparently my iron has been low and it's been to the level where I didn't even know what was happening until I put the two and two together. There were times where I'd run up the stairs real quick and then my heart would palpitate. And I'm like, 
damn, am I still recovering from like what happened back in June? And I went to go see a hematologist and they were like, nah, you need your iron is very, very low. So I remember one day I ran up the stairs after I took an iron pill. No issues. And I was like, damn, this shit really must have been that low where it literally was like noticeable, physically noticeable. So, yeah, if there is something going on where you're not getting the certain vitamins in your diet that you need, you're not going to know how it is affecting you, especially in the case of how it may be affecting you emotionally. You're not going to know that, damn, you haven't had zinc in a long time. So your immune system is now like compromised. Like it's it's easier for you to get colds. You're just going to keep getting colds. And they're like, damn, why am I getting four or five colds in, in fucking winter? Like I normally only get two. Well, you change your diet and now your new diet don't got zinc or X, Y, and Z. So yeah, just something to keep in the back of the mind. I know we got a lot of different people who live alternative quote unquote from mainstream lifestyles when it comes to food. Um, so just mind what is, potentially needed within your system and are you fulfilling those needs um because you don't want to end up like ray j because i don't know what the fuck is going on with ray j i ain't gonna lie though ray j ray j he ray j said something about reality and i was like damn i feel like that sometimes Mm, what'd he say i i don't remember what he said but i think it's along the lines of he was like this reality that I'm in, I feel like if I was to die, I would be in like the real reality. And I was like, I feel like that sometimes. What does that mean to you? Uh, that means that like sometimes I feel like in this world that we're in, I, I, I can only speak from being on this side of the Western Hemisphere. It just feels like niggas is in a Ferris wheel sometimes. Like I'm getting up, I'm working, I'm paying bills. I feel like I'm in the matrix, but like, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm not like Neo though. Like, I don't feel like I'm Neo. Like, I feel like I'm the nigga that's just pushing buttons behind a desk and I'm trying to like make, like make this make sense for myself after the eight, eight hour shift is done. And it's like, damn, I'm literally going to go home, sleep for a few hours and come back and come back in here. Right? So that's, that's what it means to me. Like I dead wake up sometimes. I'll be like, yo, what if I just stopped? What if I just stopped going to work? What if I just stopped caring about paying bills? What if I just stopped? Because I be thinking sometimes like, yo, like the concept is so crazy. If you don't work, essentially you don't eat. Like you don't eat nothing. Like you don't eat. Like you physically do not eat. Because if you don't go out there and get it, you're never going to be in a position to ever have anything. But we're trained to go out there, work hard, uh, make an honest pays living and then go and then do the same shit the next day. But at what point do we be like, yo, what the fuck does all of this shit even really mean in the grand scheme? That like what like what does this really mean? And I don't know if Ray J is having a a manic episode or he's had, but I, I I'm taking what he's saying more serious than what I'm taking Kanye West saying. I feel like we probably yeah. Probably want to watch. watch oh, yeah, you you want to watch Ray J for sure. And then uh, fucking Wack was encouraging him to, to jump and off. Wack is I a fucking like, goof. I was like, I would love to see and just slap this nigga. I would just love to see. Yeah, there's just certain niggas that I hope I never meet, son. And I hope as we get deeper into the industry, I hope we never, for whatever reason, have to do business or be like 
in the same vicinity as niggas like like whack, honestly. Cause that's whack. Yeah, they, they he's whack and clout chasey. Back to your point though. I think COVID has heightened that because we were in a time frame where we were all off of the Ferris wheel, right? Like we all to some extent, some people still were able to work through the pandemic, but it still was different. Oh yeah, it was mad different. It was it was a different experience. Maybe if even if you were security or whatever, you were yeah, seeing that's less. What I was doing. Yeah, I was. I wasn't seeing nobody. It was you were seeing me. less people, so you had more time to yourself. You might have been able to get away with certain shit that now, when things get back to the Ferris wheel, right, or or the hamster wheel, now is back to this expectation. You need to do this. You need to do that, and it's like. When those those pressures come, when you feel stressed out now, because maybe work wasn't stressing you during the pandemic. Nah, I when was, you I was chilling. When work starts to stress you again, you sit there and you think, "Why the fuck am I doing this?" Yeah, I I hundred percent agree with that. But at the end of the day, what I remind myself, and I think this is where like. The disparity is growing, and even with Gen Z, Gen Z don't believe in this whole shit. They ready to tear it all all down. Yeah, yeah. And I think where I at least find motivation is in what I know the things that I have already currently built, what I know they deserve from me. I know that there's a life that I want and ain't no, nothing going to stop me but me from that. I ain't going to let no job stop me. I ain't going to let no, like, feelings about my job because my job definitely ain't always peaches and cream at all. <laughs> at all. So I felt super stressed last year, to be honest, when it comes to my job. Damn. And not so much because of the work, but there were surrounding factors that were just making things harder than they needed to be. 2021 was like, nigga, yeah, I thought y'all was going to be in 2020 forever. You thought I was feeling you? Reality check. <laughs> Yo, crying, crying. Like, but, you know, like, I, I understand and I, I I hear what you're saying in terms of that. But, yeah, I think sometimes we got to find the intrinsic motivation, whatever it is that's going to make you wake up and say, Yo, you know what? I just need to do this for me. I do think there's a point in time where, where you do get off the wheel. Yeah, I I also think though, like when I hear Ray J talk like that, nigga, maybe you need a break. Like I, I still That's a fact. I still fully haven't even heard Dave Chappelle say why he went to Africa. Something happened, and I feel like something happens when you're like at the peak and 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 the top of your craft, and you step away, or or if you're building a momentum and you're getting up there. If anything was to happen to any one of us on this show, and a nigga just be like, yo, you just stop hearing from a nigga. It, it, it just wasn't sudden. Nigga, this shit been building. Yeah, something else. So whatever's happening with Ray J, now you, he's letting us know it's been building. Because the way he's talking, I'm like, he's actually, he's not joking. Like, he's like I, I, I take him serious. I'm like, he, he might do it. Nah, there's something around. Yeah, do it. I really hope he don't, though. He I think do there's something around, you know, his relationship with the Kardashians. Mm, don't know something exactly happened, yeah. what that is, but there's something around that. 
Uh, obviously, I think there's something that's not in the limelight that nobody knows that he's going through as well. Um, but Ray J has been more successful than he has been in previous years Ray over the J last is two years. Super successful right now, bro. Raycon went up, or, or the other shit he got. He got TV show deals. After a, that, versus his name has been up in terms of like yeah. people want to see more of him. He's because that nigga is hilarious. That right, nigga, without even really trying funny. to be, without even trying yeah. to be. Sometimes he's naturally funny. The, the shit with the hat on Charlotte on on the episode of him, uh, Charlotte when he was talking about. Uh, no, the glasses. Oh, yeah, the, the glasses. Oh, the fucking glasses. They oh. won't break. Yo. Nigga breaks them. So. Yo. <laughs> but, yeah, like, all of that shit, um, I think it all compiles. But like you said, and we tell these niggas all the time, sometimes you need to take a break. And maybe all of this is too much for Ray J right now. Maybe he's been in a space where he hasn't been getting all this attention and all of this limelight. And then, again, it was a different decade when Ray J did have... A lot of yeah, attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now you're dealing with this new shit of social media. You're dealing with maybe cameras or people in your face that they want to see you. They think you're funny, so they might treat you like a joke. And maybe you're not used to that. Maybe you sitting there like, you know, Ray J ain't no punk nigga either. So it's like, yo, y'all, all right, I get that my image right now is jokey, jokey, play, play. But maybe there's people in the street playing with his face, with his name, playing in his face. Like, yo, I really will. Beat the shit out of you if you don't stop. Like all that stuff you see on on social media and all that shit you see on TV is for that. But don't be coming in my personal life with that. He could be experiencing some of that, regardless of the fact. I don't want to speculate too much. He definitely needs a support system around him. I hope that he's getting that. Um, but like you said, it's it's relatable on, on many facets. I think we all need to take a break. I am making sure this year that I take a break because I definitely didn't do much vacationing last year. I went on one vacation and that vacation wasn't even something that like I put forth for myself. It was because my friend wanted to go on vacation for her birthday. And I was like, I bet, um, you know, I'm gonna go with you. Oh, so, yes. oh God. so that's not, that's not to me. That's not the same as me choosing. Yo, I just want these two weeks right here. I want to go and I want to not be bothered. And I'm feeling that this year. Like, I'm 100% making sure that's happening. Um, and I feel like it's a necessity. I feel like I can't go another year of, like, nah, you don't go on that many vacations. Nah, use up all your vacation time. And that's where I'm at with it. Nah, I feel you. I also feel like, you know, I know we got a few more topics left. I think a lot of us, to an extent, I know I do. I mean, I could be doing more, too, but trust me. A lot of us just be oversharing. Mm. Like we mm. like we really want like yes. We want people to pay attention. We want people to fully be engaged. But the reality is, yo, other people, they feel the same way you feel, but they don't care. They feel the same way you do, Ray J. But they don't care. I was talking to somebody literally two nights ago. She's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful woman. And I told her, I think last year, if I was in a different headspace, I would just be with you. I know you need help with your four kids. You got four kids. I just can't see myself helping you raise four kids. Mm. But a part of me wants to because I know I can help you. I know I could be the fun 
partner you're looking for. I know I could be the one to alleviate your stress when you need somebody to watch the kids. I know I could probably help your sons go through whatever they're going through right now, going through puberty, and, and they start in junior high school. I know, because I know me. I know I can help you. But I don't want to put myself in that predicament. And the way she's been talking lately online, she wrote something in caps the other night, and I had to talk to her like, I see you. She was like, I need a break. And it just had mad exclamation points. And people was hearting it and liking it. I was like, I'm going to talk to you. And she told me when I woke up this morning, she was like, I appreciate that so much. I'm like, sometimes we need to reach out to the people that we see things online. They post them. And we need to take that as, yo, this is a cry for attention. And we need to reach out to see, are they okay? A lot of people are not reaching out to people, asking them genuinely, are you okay? Is there anything I can help you with today? Because everything is not about money. Some niggas need a hug, for real. Some niggas need a hug more than they need $1,000 right now. Because that $1,000 ain't going to feel the same, like how that hug is going to make them feel. Just to add a little bit to that, um... I also do feel like it is partly the responsibility. Take all that shit offline. It's partly your responsibility to reach out to who you know you could reach out to and let them know I'm not okay. And this is what's going on. The people that you want the help from, the people that you, again, you know typically get you out of a certain headspace or can talk to you about it, talk you through it, it is also your responsibility to reach out to those people. Like, it can't just always be, and I get it, like, oftentimes the post or the story or the reel is, in essence, or believed to be a cry for help. But we're in a generation where niggas don't know if you're trolling or not. That's true too. So if there is serious things happening or going on or real shit, right? Because people go online and say something cryptic and then you hit them up and then it's like, oh, (laughs) I was just, you know, talking about X, Y, and Z. And I think that's equally as dangerous, right? Like we can't play with people's emotions. Can't even, you don't even know if niggas is telling the truth though. And that's the problem because we can't, we can't. Niggas could be lying. They really about to kill themselves though. Niggas could be lying. Though. They can. That's true. But on the flip side of it, on the opposite side of it, right? If it's just an attention thing, then you got to find another way to get attention. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's not, that's not how we get attention. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like acting as if we're going to kill ourselves or acting as if we're going to harm ourselves or hurt ourselves is not something that you use as a tool to get attention. If you really feeling some type of way, then niggas need to be able to differentiate between, oh, this is some real shit I need to hit my nigga up, and oh, this is some shit they just posting because I guess they, they want somebody to, to say something or they want to talk to or whatever the case is. And that's why I say it's also equally as important for that person or those people to reach out and say like, yo... I really am not in a good space. Like I posted some shit earlier or I did this and I'm not in a good space. I think both are equally important, right? Like that you need to be cognizant of 
the people in your life and you need to be it is it is a beautiful thing when you reach out to that person at the right time and you catch them before they've slipped and they fell. And that's what it sounds like you did with the young lady, right? Like she was in whatever space that she was in and you told her you saw her. And that was something that put a positive energy in her. I think that that is super important as well. Like, but, and this might not even sound right, but it makes sense to me. Sometimes people don't have the time to put out false fires. So if it ain't that, right, I need to know that it's that. Yeah, facts. If I don't know if it's that or not, I don't have the time to reach out to somebody and they be like, I'm just playing. Nah, nigga. Nah, I didn't wasted my two hours that I could have been doing homework or preparing for work or whatever the case is, reaching out to you and you on some like, nah, that was just an attention thing. My nigga. We not we not doing that. So that's why I think both are important. I think it is it is on the person to be like, nah, I'm really going through some shit. Or at least reaching out to the again, whoever that person is or whatever that circle is, reaching out to them and letting them know, nah, like where I'm at right now, I don't know what's going on, but I really need support. And I think it's also equally important that friend groups monitor their friends. And know what's going on with their friends and know what's going on with their people and be like, this don't sound right. This ain't normal Xavier. This ain't normal D flow. This ain't normal distinguished. This is something else going on here. And I need to investigate it a little bit. But both got to work together, in my opinion. Attention to my guy out in California, La Russell. So what he ended up doing was basically a crowdfunding campaign. Pay what you want. Let me know what you think the album is worth. October 1st, the album launched. He had 1,134 fans that received that album on the first day. It's not crazy numbers. You know what I mean? A thousand sales on a billboard charts that wouldn't look all that impressive. However, the average album sale was $24. Now, when's the last time somebody just went out and paid $24 for an album? And he made $27,000 on the first day of the release. The album's been out for five days now. He's sold 2,500 copies and made $60,000 direct to consumer. He had one fan give $1,500 or more. He has three that spent a thousand. Nine people drop $500. Had 93 people drop $100 or more. 244 people came and dropped $50 or more. And he had 1,213 folks drop $20 or more. People are understanding the value. It's like, yo, I'm investing into this artist, not only this album, but his progression. That is the whole thing. You're not investing into an album. You're investing in the future of this person that you care about and you want to see them win. Plus you enjoy their music. That's the layers. It would take 4 million fans, 20 million streams to make $60,000. And he would still have to wait two to three months before that revenue started to cash out. With this platform that he used, it comes out instantaneously. Y'all need to be paying attention to my guy. The one, the one thing that uh, my man, uh, and shout out to Nolan for always, uh, for, for, for giving us the real, raw, uncut information. That man is powerful. And shout out to the follow too. My man followed me the other day too. Um, the, on, the only thing that he missed out was Lil Russell also told everybody that, yo, if you buy the album, you actually get to share this. Mm. Which is, to me, is a, is a game changer, which means... The money that you spending, nigga, that's going towards the share value that that you ultimately are acquiring from this album. So, 
Shit, the, the, the nigga that spent fifteen hundred, yeah, he definitely he definitely getting a kickback. Yeah, I mean that is a a very important piece. I think the other important piece that um can only come from the boys. So you know, I can't boys. I can't can't speak for these other people out yeah. here. I don't know what they potting pod, about. The other aspect of it is you got to read your audience. Facts. He knows his audience. So fuck. He knows his audience will don't have a problem spending whatever spending whatever, and he knows his audience is big enough that even if of his you know X Y Z amount of fans, what was it a thousand? They yeah. said on the first day, right, right, right. Um, thousand so, on the first day is pretty fucking good though. So he knows that that of those thousand, they weren't going to have an issue spending the twenty, maybe twenty dollars a pop for the CD. Right, and then the average, quote unquote, was twenty four. Who sets the average? I don't know, but to me, that's a psychological game. Because if I could set the average is thirty, then yeah, when someone lands on the site, even though you could give what you want, damn, everybody's giving thirty. All right, I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give thirty. And if I feel like I fuck, like if it's Drake, right, and I know I fuck with Drake, and I got a little extra, you know, I'm gonna hit this nigga off for forty five because I fuck with Drake, right? Like that's how that works. Um, but yeah, it's very important to read your fan base because you got some fan bases that are built off of a dollar in a dream. These niggas don't got nothing in their pocket. Yeah. So if you have that type of fan base, you have to monetize in a different way. And most of the time that's through value. Like how do they feel like they are getting some type of value from whatever it is that they're purchasing from you? And that is different. I mean, we've been on both sides of the coin, I think. I think in terms of like the hoodies, we've done a. I mean, we sold out. Um, but in terms of the hoodies, we we set a certain price, and people bought it. Which I was like, "Damn, you you buying it for that? All right, cool. You fuck with us then." But then when it on a on a even broader, grander scale, when we do our live shows, like people don't mind buying them tickets. I I look at it like this, and I I I, I said it already on the podcast, but. It doesn't matter what price you put anything at that you are putting together for people to cop. Because if they fuck with you enough, they're going to cop it. I remember years ago, me and D-Flow put a project together called Eat. And I think this happened maybe three years ago when I was celebrating, oh, like, you know, this is another anniversary of the project. Somebody went to Bandcamp and rebought it again. They already had bought it when it first came. They bought it again for $20. And I think at the time I was only selling the shit for $5. The moral of the story is this. Depending on who you are and depending on how people feel about you is going to determine what they spend on you. Yeah. Moral of the story, bottom line. Because, for example, for the kid XAB, we're all going out later on. To me, it didn't matter what the price point was going to be. Nigga, I, I was going to be there. So th- that's me, though. But right, some right. people have a problem with you. I And I, I'll never forget this. I'm actually glad we're talking about this. I remember a few years ago, excuse me, I didn't get a chance to do it, but, and I'm not going to say the title because I don't want y'all niggas taking my shit. But long story <laughs> short, I wanted to put together this big-ass gala. And the gala um, was supposed to just represent life and all of this shit and, you know, glory and stuff. And I remember hitting up, this girl that both that I liked and I was supporting her. She used to work at a spot in Brooklyn. 
And long story short, when I told her, I said, yo, the ticket is $50. Her exact words to me, that's too much money for me to spend on you. And it made me think that it doesn't matter how much you support somebody or how much you think you're supporting somebody. If they don't feel like you are worth the that money that you're asking for, they ain't going to buy nothing. They ain't going to support you. And that's why I think the important lesson there is to build your worth. Yeah. I take everything and I put the onus back on on the individual, right? Because I can't control what nobody else does. Nope. Right? I can't control that young lady feeling like, oh, what you're providing me with ain't worth my $50, ain't worth my $60, $70, whatever the case is. All I can control is the product that I put out there. So if you think that it's not worth uh, $60 now, $50 now, cool. I'm going to keep improving the product to the point where you might think it's worth $50. Right. But guess what? Everybody else think it's worth 150 now. So that same experience you might have been able to get for $50 back in the day is now 250 because that is the average price point that people are willing to pay. So I think that's the other side of it is if you are following a good brand and and again it goes back into if someone believes in what you're doing or not. Yeah. But if you're following a good brand, you better hop on when the hopping on is good. Yeah. Because when the train fully takes off, you're not going to get the same homie deals. You're not going to get the same, oh, you know what I mean? Yo, you don't got it? Don't worry. Come in. I got you. You here? You gonna, we're going to take care of you. Nah, because it's going to be a, a manager handling that. And you can't get to the boys. Like, we backstage. You can't come to talking about, yo, I know XA being distinguished. The manager don't know you. And them niggas don't know you and, in the front. And the manager's handling our business. That's why we got them in charge. Right. We in the back chilling, getting ready for the live show, coming up with last minute ideas. We ain't trying to hear nothing about, yo, niggas trying to get them for free because they, they said they know you. So, nigga, like. If, nigga, if you know me, support me. So, if you in that space where you, you know niggas to that point, you got to understand, I think, I think it's two-pronged. As the individual, if people not willing to buy Sometimes you got to reevaluate your price point. And yeah. if it if it's on average, people are telling you they're not willing to buy at that point, then you got to lower your price point. I think for, for me, it was her, though, because there was people willing to buy. For sure. People was willing to buy. 50. <laughs> and that was my next point is, but if everybody else is buying it, then that just means that that person doesn't see the particular value. And, and that's fine. And you can take that information one of two ways. You can say, damn. What do I got to do to make that person see the value? That's or you, what I first was thinking. And I was like, nah, bitch, if you don't see it, you don't see it. And you can say, oh, it's fine. Right. Right. At some point, I think if, if your brand is really a brand, you build it to a point where. My price is undeniable. It's undeniable. <laughs> this hoodie is $60. And that's where it's stuck and it's up, nigga. Bro, they, they were selling the fucking. I was I was seeing uh, people go to comic shout out and we didn't even talk shout out to Comic Con you know Comic-Con. shout out to Ozzy the virus I'm gonna hurt you though dog because you keep coming to New York and not telling niggas you in the city like yeah. I gotta find out because Sapphire got you all over her page crying but yeah Comic Con happened right down the block from my job and it was lit mad people that we know was there I was looking at niggas like yo niggas didn't even say it was in the city boy I'm looking around like wow Comic Con's when y'all pop out anyways 
um, they were selling fucking uh, Black Panther jackets for sixty dollars. Hold on, we gonna hold on. This shit was fire, nigga. I said, "What the fuck?" I should have. Damn. Let's see. Yo, yo, Ozzy. What's good, bro? Yo, you live on the podcast right now. Damn. I had to. I had to call you real quick because I'm tired of you coming to the city and not telling us you here, broski. Bro, I'm, I'm at Comic-Con, bro. I'm knocking out a show. I'm at the show right now, signing as I'm speaking. Why? Wow. I didn't even know that, dog, but congratulations, man. I just wanted to call you and say congratulations. Nah, I appreciate it. I'll still be in the city, though. Like, I'll be here Monday and Tuesday. You let me know what's up. I bet. I'm going to see you in Times Square. Yeah, because I mean, me we, was, we was celebrating my birthday today, so if I would have knew, I'd have definitely oh, told you to pull later, up. bro. Thank you. Well, it's, it's, on, it's on Wednesday, but... Um, okay, well... Same thing, bro. You should just celebrate from now. Every day is a good day to celebrate, bro. For sure. But yeah, you say you're going to be in the city, so maybe we can link up before you dip out, bro. I bet, for sure. I appreciate you. What's up? All right, man. Thanks for the shout out, bro. Appreciate it. Bless. Niggas, I'm in the city right now signing autographs. Damn. Damn. Ozzy is the truth, if y'all ain't know. Ozzy is out here doing the damn thing on the art scene, so. Heavy, heavy, heavy. Yeah, we had him on before, but, um, yeah, yeah, you put you put a price, you see what the value is amongst the consumer, and you also see what you want it to be. You know how much work you put into certain things, certain things, and you know how much you got to recruit back. Yo, bro, that bro, that's how I feel. Honestly speaking, anybody who who knows me, that's how I feel about everything, especially my poetry slams. Especially how niggas don't see half the shit I'm fucking putting in to make it work. So when y'all niggas be asking me, oh, how, why is the why is the slim interest fee that much, nigga? Because I said it was that much. Either you gonna pay, or you're not gonna pay, and I'm not I'm not bringing the price down either, nigga. Yeah, don't ask me nothing. Don't if ask you, me no question. You either want to do it or you don't. That's it. And I'm at a. I point, agree with that. And bro, and I'm at a point, and this is for everybody that's watching. I'm at a point where everything that I do, if you don't think it's good enough for you, nigga. I am not good enough for you. Point blank, period. Don't ask me about no price point. Don't ask me about, oh, why is it so much? Nigga, don't ask me about, nigga, I put every fucking fiber in my body into what I do. Everything. I'm super passionate about everything I do. If I'm going to a friend's show and my friend is XAB and he's rapping, nigga, before I get to the show, best believe I know all the fucking lyrics to the song. I'm not going to be in the audience just because that's my friend. Nigga, I'm singing a song. Um, nigga, if, if he tell me to jump on stage, I'm on stage. If that nigga need water. That's happened before, too. It, it, nigga, and if that nigga need water and that's in the back of the house, nigga, I'm getting my man's his water. I'm super fan and I'm super friend. Y'all niggas got to learn that this is what May said, and I agree with this one thing that he said. He said, not all money is good money. And yes, I agree with that. However, when you know somebody is putting blood, sweat, and tears into their thing, y'all niggas been watching these videos for quite some time. Now, y'all seen the enhancements we put in this office, from the machinery to the computer to the microphones. If y'all niggas don't think at this stage in the game that if we put up a price and it's not worth it, nigga, fuck you. Yeah. Nah, dead ass, fuck you. And... <laughs> I agree with that because I think what people don't realize is that bit of support, that bit of fandom, 
And again, we nobody's owed anything. Nah, nah. We we still I don't feel entitled it, yeah. to none of that. Yeah. And and that could be the support is saying, hey, you need to elevate in this area. Right? That could be the support. I'm never mad at somebody saying where they think we could do better or who we need to add on to the show, what type of conversations we need to have more of. I am never I love that. I encourage it. I tell y'all niggas all the time to be in in my DM. Right? Like I, I wanna hear from y'all. I wanna hear y'all opinions. I want to see the comments, but beyond that, I think it's super important because that is how people get that energy. That's what makes people keep going, right? Like I remember when we first did the podcast, when you were still uncertain about it, I was like, this is an idea. The flow was like, I don't know what's going on, but I'm down and niggas would hit us up with excitement. Yeah, niggas was more happy than me. Yo, yo, that show y'all niggas is doing is crazy. Yo, y'all niggas is mad funny. <laughs> niggas would would hit us up. Yo, yo, when can I be on the show? Yo, I gotta be on the show. That's that is a fact. And all of that, more motivation, more yo. We gotta get. We 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 not get, we we ain't get paid for doing this show. Until our first live show, which was maybe two years after we started the show. I think we started we started in 2015, 2016. 2015, 2016, yeah, for sure. Because, yeah, we started right after I did the slam at um at Milk River. Bubblegum came out. Yeah. We took uh, a year to get things right. Yeah. And then we I think we had our live show after that. Yeah. First live show was 2018, for sure. When we did that, 2017, 2018. 20, yeah, correct. When we yeah. did that. And niggas came out. It wasn't the establishment. The establishment was cool. Yeah. It was cool. Niggas had a good time because we put on a show. And our, we, our, 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 our supporters and friends really did come out, though. They came like, out. Niggas really came out to this shit. They supported. They did exactly what you said. They super fanned out. Yeah. And we had three dope guests that all came through and they talked yeah. their shit. Yes, they did. And... We had people afterwards like, yo, y'all niggas is dope. Da 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 da. But all of that matters because from that is where you get the second live show. Oh, that and that insane. shit, I don't care what nobody say. Drone was on tilt, boy. Drone, I don't think Drone ever seen no shit like that. Yeah. Drone was looking at us like, how are these niggas just up there talking? And they got a whole sea of niggas in here. Yeah, that night was a while, and them jokes was going crazy, too. Swag <laughs> surfing. Oh, shit, let's go. This ain't a fucking party, and these niggas got 200 niggas swag surfing. Everybody had fucking uh, good. My mom was there. It was it was like my aunt was there. Different. It was a wild night. That was the first night I met Silver. Different. Yeah, and so y'all don't think that the motivation that y'all give us on these episodes ain't going to make the next live show something that you can't miss? Y'all don't think that's how, how we thinking? Because that's really what it is. That's a fact. So that is where I think it is super important that niggas make sure that they, when you know your friend is doing something and the product is good to you, you support it, right? I'm not telling you to support something you don't like. But when you know the value of it, make sure you're not questioning niggas on the value. Because if I drop the next live show tickets, don't ask me why is it the price that it is. And <laughs> I'm going to laugh at you. You know what's so crazy about this conversation? 
This is why when I hear Charlemagne or other people say what I'm about to say, I never get upset because I get it. Bro, if you go anywhere, whether it's in America or outside of the country, if something costs $20, the average person is not going to not want it and then say, why is it $20? Nigga, if you're going to buy it for $20, you are going to buy it for $20 because you might buy something for $30. Because you want it. Because you want it. Which means, I'm about to go in like a philosophical train of thought now. Which means the price point don't fucking matter because it don't matter how much it is. Nigga, if you want it, you're going to get it. Even if you don't get it right then. You're going to feel like it's a steal or you're going to feel like it's fair? Like a steal in terms of... Oh shit! I I got lucky. Right, I got lucky. Oh, this shit five hundred. Oh, I got lu- I got that. Yeah, I got that Gucci belt for for one hundred and fifty instead of three fifty. Oh, still, I'm about to get the crazy Gucci belt experience for way less than I thought I was. Right. Crazy, y'all niggas. Yeah, yeah. That's how I look at stuff now. Yeah, that's yeah. Me too. I never, but I look at it that way. I'm not. I'm not. Nigga, if I want it, I'm not going to complain why it costs that much. Nigga, I want it. If I don't want it, I'm still not going to complain about it. I'm just not going to get it. Yeah, exactly. I'm not going to complain about it. I don't mean I may fuck? not have questions. Like, if I don't know exactly what that shit does, I might ask right, you, yeah. like, wait, so what's included? Right. What's included in, in this? Oh, okay. So it's a paint and sit. I get some food and it's a free ticket to the party. Then I evaluate to myself. Do I really want to party? No. Do I want to eat that food? No. Do I want to do the paint and sip? Yes. Do I think I want $45 for just the paint and sip? Yo, do you got one that don't got all that extra shit on it? Oh, yeah. We got the $25 one. All right. That's the one I want because I want the paint and sip. I don't want none of that extra shit. Bro, I went to a party fucking earlier this year in the summertime. The tickets for the party was $30. I paid $30. If you wanted to eat food on a table and not eat food with your hand, you had to pay for a table. A table was $30. I paid for the table. One drink was $15. I met a random girl. I spoke about this a little bit. That night she asked me, can I buy her a drink? I bought her a drink. I was like, yeah, I don't know what's going on with her, but I'm getting bad vibes. Bought her a drink, and then the fucking hookah was $50. Nigga, nigga, altogether, before I left that night, I probably spent at least $140. It's a fact. I would never do that shit again, though, because that, to me, that's a ripoff. Yeah, and them niggas was was giving it to you piece by piece. Piece on by something. piece. On, well, like what the fuck? Oh, oh, you you don't want to eat with your hands? You got got pay for that table, nigga. What? That bro, that didn't make no sense to me at all. Dead ass. I was like, oh no, nah, I would never do this again, ever. Um, you know these niggas be getting out of turn sometime, and I feel like you gotta just let them know. Like I'm very much a blessing, <laughs> bitch. You very <laughs> blessed to be over here. Hello. And let me remind you. I always have a plan B. I always have an alternative. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I am, you know, that girl. So you should be happy. To, um, you know. That's not Megan Thee Stallion talking. I'm sorry. That's money talking. I'm sorry. That's not, that, that's, that's not Megan. I'm sorry. These niggas is the key word there. I don't know. What. Stop dating these niggas. I know it's unpopular for niggas to tell y'all to stop dating niggas that are dirt. But when you say, oh, niggas be getting out of... I ain't in that Cause I ain't never done Whatever bullshit She was you just talking about. about I don't even know What she was talking I about I don't even know I don't it's, it's so far outside of my realm I don't even know What she's talking about But I know I don't do it Right So that indicates to me That the particular type of nigga That you keep 
finding yourself attracted to and then entertaining is the reason why you keep saying these niggas. Y'all got to stop. These niggas is exposing y'all. Because if, if it's more than one or two experiences, right. three experiences of the same type of nigga. But these sound like three niggas. Yeah, these sound like you experienced at least three of them niggas. Right. That means you need to change something about the type you. of niggas you are entertaining. Something you fucking doing. You fucking up in, in, in a particular area of up. I, I'm dating the same nigga. His name is different. His dick is different. But this is the same. This right. is the same nigga personality type. Now, you can't help who's attracted to you. Nah, you can't help that. But you can help yourself not attract that. And you can also help yourself not entertain it. Amen. So if you're realizing you didn't dated the same type of nigga. For five years. It ain't these niggas no more. Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. It's you. <laughs> yup. <laughs> yup. It's you. <laughs> I got one, coach. <laughs> yup. Um, but, sp- speaking of getting one, coach, and we're going to talk about this. <laughs> Get the fuck up out of here. Draymond knocked the shit out of Jordan Poole. God uh, damn. All I'm going to say is this. We know Draymond has anger issues. I thought he was going to get fired after the video cleared. I swear to God. I was like, oh, they're going to fire him. Oh, no, they're not getting rid of Draymond. The fact, the, fact, the fact that he's still on the team and the fact that Jordan still has yet to file paperwork, I would have sued this man. I swear to God. I would have sued him. Nah, but shit like that happens in, in, in sports. It just never gets leaked out. And I and I understand, you know, because I watched that interview with him, and you know, when he said it was bullshit that it got leaked, because he said nothing else ever leaked. So why this leaked? Two reasons why this leaked, my man. One, whoever actually sent that to the press or the internet, they don't fuck with you. <laughs> That's number one. Yeah, and they was trying to get paid. Right, right. They were trying to get paid. <laughs> number two, which is probably more important than number one. Number two is. Bro, they want to end your career. If that is not clear, I don't know what. I don't know how I was to make the shit clear. Niggas don't want you playing basketball, bro. Cause why would they? Why would you leak that from a practice game? This didn't happen in the real. And, and this your teammate. These niggas want you out of here, boy. I'm sorry. They want you gone. But that happens. I mean, whoever it was, that could have been an intern. Could have been. I it definitely the, wasn't nobody. No, it wasn't on nobody the team with the team. Cause yeah. that's just ridiculous. That's but ridiculous. whoever it was, right. They definitely don't fuck with him, and no. they definitely were trying to stir up something. Yeah. Because this does happen in a lot of locker rooms. We know Kobe and Shaq got into something. Mad um, But you never see the video. You, you never hear, see it. You hear about it. Mike, um, Michael uh, Jordan and Steve Kerr, they got yes. into a fight. Yeah. Uh, well, Michael punched them, apparently. Let, right. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, this shit, ty- this, this shit happens. But I will say the other underlying story is... A lot of people are speculating that Jordan Poole has been getting a little, I guess, starting to feel himself a little bit. I think so. And that was a little pow-pow. That was a little relaxed. Like, you, yes, you, you did good. You didn't do that great in the finals. And you didn't do that great um, all of the postseason. But you did, you did a good job. Like, you, you are developing talent, for sure. And you might have a, a breakout year this year. But chill out. And I guess maybe he might have been talking spicy. I don't know. It doesn't excuse, obviously, the violence. Nobody's making excuses for that. But um, also, this shit happens on teams all the time. Niggas get 
upset with one another. They get into a scuffle, and then it's over with. But yeah, that shit was crazy but, as hell. But beyond that, how many more outbursts are we expecting from Draymond until something really bad happens? Nah, Draymond got to chill the fuck. That's out. that's just my question. How many more outbursts has to happen? He can't even control himself sometimes on the court when it's like. A ref does a call and maybe he don't agree with it. He's barking down the, the whole fucking court towards the ref and that shit be costing games. And so, yeah, Draymond needs to figure that shit out because Draymond is turning into Kevin uh, Kevin Garnett. And I get it. You want the nigga to that is his role, right? To be the fiery nigga, to put some fear in the other team that, yo, if we hurt Steph or Clay or anybody else, that nigga is going to hurt us. So let's play a fair game. Let's not do too much. Cause Draymond will pu- clock the shit out of you. Yeah, he's a big, he's a big guy. He's yeah, and, and you know Steph and and Clay, they not that. Like they, oh. they, they, and they're delicate. You know, merchandise. They are the prettiest merchandise in the store. But if God forbid, Clay gets hit, we saw what happened with Clay. He was out for two years. Facts, facts. We, we saw what happened when Steph hurt his, his his ankles gave him issues for a long period of time. So you want to make sure that niggas know don't play with don't play with my team. So you want a nigga like that. It's just he got to control that a little bit more. Um, but that also makes me wonder how many other niggas he might have clocked over, yo, <laughs> over the years. That made me say to myself, yo, he not the first person that got hit in a practice game. We're going to end off like this. Hey, it's uh, it's you. Uh, what's your name? You thought I was feeling? So yeah, much. Long time no see. What are you doing out here? You need a ride or something? Yeah. Oh, how cool. Well, I just happened to be out grabbing a bite to eat. Would you like to jump in to join me? Eat it for lunch? Eat it for lunch, girl. I'm feeling you. Oh, yeah. Bitches about to give me the beam. Run in the fire, the fire in the jeans. Cows can't fuck up in the jeans. Stop. Don't do that again. You oh. thought I was feeling Nah, nah, it's too late, too late, too late. The thrill is gone. I'm just gonna go see what Glorilla is doing. Yo. Maybe she's... When a nigga <laughs> said Glorilla, I said, nah, I'm done. These niggas, these niggas take Drake for joke for eating. <laughs> I take my Waste my Fucking, yo, niggas love clowning Drake, boy. Uh, you got a tough knot? Um, nah, just again, in the same vein, no tough knot. No, uh, no all man moment. Just love and light. You know, XAB day, XAB birthday week in full effect. XAB birthday weekend in full effect. More life. Let's get it. Um, what would Dad say? That would be like celebrate life, my nigga. Let's get it. Another episode of Dad has a bow ties. We out.